This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And you were just telling me, well, you were telling Ian and I, a, a story that I want to hear the rest of involving the fire department here in Keene. And it's... It's craziness in response to the coronavirus. This is just the tip of the iceberg of all the the, the lunacy that is taking place in this country, in this city. Uh, you know, driving around, looking at all the businesses who have the signs out on their windows saying, you can't come in the building, but we have curbside assistance. We'll come out to you. Last week, last Friday, I go to get my seasonal burn permit. This is one of these things I kind of put up with because because of home insurance, because I want to be, I don't want my insurance reneging on me because I failed to get a stupid permit from the city and something got burned down and they wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't pay me. So I go get my seasonal burn permit, you know, every year, every, you know, every springtime. And three of these yahoos are sitting out in the parking lot in lawn chairs, just smoking <laughs> and joking, having a good old time. And I'm the like, firemen. firemen. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, flip flops too, the whole night. It's just or whatever. <laughs> they were wearing flip flops? One of them was. Awesome. <laughs> and I, I go up there. I mean, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a good mood, you know, whatever. Uh, guys, I came to get my uh, my seasonal permit. I got, got a bunch of wood I got to burn. He's like, oh, yeah, man. Uh, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, well, then I guess I can burn without a permit. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. I can just go burn. It's like, oh no, 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 no. You've, you've got to go online. You got to go to the site. You got to go to the state site. You got to fill out an application. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And the dude, I guess one of them thought I was going to be a, a problem. So he's like, right, stay right there, man. I'm going to go get the lieutenant. So he runs back in there, and I'm, I get on my phone. I go to the state site. I'm looking. All right, this is a stupid application, name, address, whatever. Three dollars. The hell is this? Three dollars? Because the burn permits historically in Keene have been free. Free. You just got to. Te- uh, it's basically you, just you basically it. just tell them. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm going to burn. And like I said, I've got no problem with this. I kind of want the fire department to know that I've got a, a live fire in my yard. Yeah, well, sure, it's, a, it's a safety thing. The reason for it is ostensibly so the neighbors, you know, if they call in. Like if a neighbor sees smoke coming from your property and they call the fire department, right. then you've already contacted them and you've said, hey, I'm going to be burning today. And they'll, they'll tell the neighbors, no, he's good. He's and good. you've got snitches who are going to call every time, yeah. anytime. And there's the bad kind of neighbors. And I yeah. know which of my neighbors are the snitches. Right. So anyways, he comes out and he's like, right. the one guy was like, oh, you don't have to work. It's just $3 one time. You get a seasonal permit. It's just $3 every year. Well, ideally, they there won't be a coronavirus next year, right? Well, hopefully, so it's just $3 hopefully, this year. whatever this is not going to be a coronavirus. I mean, there've been coronaviri for quite a long time, from what I understand. Okay, yeah, Here's there will be a COVID nineteen that causes half the nascent nation or more to just like. Stop dead. I don't tracks. know, man. I mean, if they're freaking out over this one, what makes you think they're not going to freak out over the next one? This has been blown up so bad. Uh, I just it's going to hard. It's hard for me to believe that Americans are going to somehow deprogram on. And this. here is the issue. This is the way the government works. It's cumulative. They do this this one time and then they realize, hey, you know what? Let's just let's just let the state handle this from now on. You know, we don't really need to deal with these people unless they you know, they go out of control and start complaining and they want to burn us down with pitchforks and whatnot. Um, so this might not ever go away. This might be the way of, of, of getting your permits, just like your fishing permit and just like your every other permit you've got to get in this stupid country, you know, your rights, your God-given rights 
being taken from you to be sold right back to you. Yep. I man, I was fuming. The lieutenant came out. He's like, it's just easy. And he just, it's just an easy sight. And you just got to give him your credit card number and you know, all this and that, and and then it's, and you're good. And then you got and then oh and oh, but you still have to call us to oh, let us know. Yeah, naturally. I mean, so, but that's so that when the neighbors call. You know, they can be like, okay, yeah, we already know about this. Right. Yeah. So now they've converted it. a free permit into a $3 permit. Correct. And, and it's state run. I haven't gotten my permit. So, I mean, I'm waiting for and the how thing. How long does I'm, it take? Well, I'm not getting one. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'm waiting, for this, I'm waiting for this thing to burn off. For, now, how does the fire the, department. For the blow over. But if, it, but if it does it, if it stays, if, it, if this blows over in a week or whatever, it's going to be another week. Trump is saying Easter, whatever. Um, if it doesn't blow over and it's still run by the state, I am of, I'm, I think I'm just going to call him and just tell me, and look, burn. look, Hey, Lieutenant, whatever your name was, uh, I'm just letting you know, I've got stuff to burn. You, where's your permit? Not getting Get one. Get the video camera out. Cause they're going to roll up and try to put your fire out. They're good. It's not just going to be them. It's going to be them and the police. Mm-hmm. All right. But, but I, you but, call I, us, but I am, know. but I am getting to the point where this is just, it is the lunacy that is, that has taken place. In this whole damn country, is, it's, 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 it's ridiculous. That, it is absolutely ridiculous the the the, the, the level they, that these people are taking it to. Now, how does the fire department check to see if you have a burn permit? Because the few times that I burned, it was the phone call lasted ten seconds top, so it was clear they weren't. Well, they know up a database they know me. To see. I, I'm burning once a month, so they know my address, they know my name, they know who I am. Uh, Maybe I, they are pulling up. A they. Database. This if it's, be really quick. if this is on a state database, they might have access to it. They might be able to see everyone in the state who has uh, a permit. I, I don't know. I don't know the sophistication. I don't know how, how how sophisticated this this system is. I would expect that to be the case. But again, when I called, I was just like, hey, look, I'm at this address. I'm going to burn today. Yeah. They're like, OK, we'll put you on the board, which means you don't maybe respond. they look it up after that. I don't know. True. But I don't recall. I mean, I don't know. It's a very weird system. I would. I'm of the the whole idea that New Hampshire is stupid in that you can't even burn <laughs> during the damn day, unless there's snow on the ground. It's, it's all kinds of. It's it's dumb. It is dumb. Yeah, and with it's the in, seasonal, it, you can't burn before five p.m. Correct. Correct. Uh, five. It's five p.m. to seven a.m. It's dumb. It has something to do with. I the, thought it was five p.m. to nine p.m. I thought it was like a real short window. It's no. It's all the way to seven a.m. the next day, the next morning. But, well, but, but, but it's discriminatory against people who work, you know, different shifts, right? Like, if you work yes, the night shift, yeah, of course it is. What are you supposed to do? I can't. I gotta. I gotta hire a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> but that and that wouldn't be discriminatory. Would they be giving someone a job? See, I'm of the mindset that I would rather just pay three dollars on this website than have to actually go to the fire department. I'm with you in that. You know, you're being taxed to pay for this crap anyway. So right. three dollars on top of that is just a slap in the face. And like I said, it's it's it builds and it builds. It will start at three dollars, and then it, we won't ever get the free service mm-hmm. ever again. And the next thing you know, uh, five years down the road, the state's like, yeah, we're not making enough money off of this. We're not making enough revenue to make this work. And we're going to have to up it to uh, seven dollars. Yeah. And it just keeps going and going and going. We're losing our rights every damn minute, and I'm I'm getting to the tipping point for real. Oh, it's going to get worse. And it's going to get worse. And you know what? I'm at my tipping point, and I don't think they're going to have the numbers. I don't think they're <laughs> going to have the, the, the men, the manpower to come at against my, you? To, to come against me. It, because they got enough guys man, for Conan you. Conan is worked up. Because, about because we're all going to be doing it. No, we're all going to be doing it. He's that cheap, man. I'm not, the, I am, cheap. I am not the only guy in my neighborhood who burns. He does keep his house on 52. I'm, it's, <laughs> I, by, and by the way, speaking of... It's really hard to start seeds, because it's peppers and <laughs> tomato seeds when it's 52. They don't it like is. that. 
Chickens don't like it either, little baby chickens. You were so. attempting to start them in your house and then take them outside? I, I start everything in the house. Tomatoes and peppers stay in the house, okay. but I do have a cold frame outside, so everything else is outside. I'm already, st- I'm already putting peppers, I mean, not peppers, but beets and turnips in the ground. You don't have to have a permit to start a garden? Oh, you know what? That It might be. It, uh, I'm it, actually it, kind of surprised by that. Yeah, don't give them ideas. Well, but. they wouldn't be able to enforce it right now anyway, because people are. If, if you're correct, people are going to be starving in three months anyway. If it yeah, does, if we don't get off this stupid lockdown, this is bad. And this this if this is not the last week, if it, I mean, we couldn't. Someone was uh, one of these UK guys. I have I have I have some an article from uh, dude. Other states are talking about going through May. So, UK UK was talking week. about ours lasts until May the fourth. The, the a, a UK panel was talking about twelve months. Uh, yeah, those were just doctors, though. I mean, p- people would people would revolt. Human beings can't Are they take going to? people. A human being can't take twelve months. Or are they just going to kill themselves? Like uh, Maryland is on indefinite right now. Hmm. There's they have there is no deadline. It's just whenever. I think that's where we. I there are, there are signs up at the Vermont New Hampshire border telling really? people to stay in Vermont. And uh, wow. one of the people I work with lives in Brattleboro, which is just over the border. Mm-hmm. And he got pulled over twice coming here yesterday by the Vermont police. Uh, he wasn't clear, and I don't know the answer to that, but he was pulled over and told, hey, um, you need to be more careful. State, you shouldn't be traveling like Vermont this. Vermont State Police are going to hotels and motels, making sure they're shut down. They don't want anybody there. Florida is harassing people from New York. The whole thing's insane. Yeah. And it's, as you pointed out, it's only going to get worse. 855-450-3733. That's 855-450-FREE, as in Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com that allows you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash using dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site. And all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. So finally, you have a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin Cash. Again, that's local.bitcoin.com. Discussing the coronavirus, it gets it gets really hard to come into the show and just be like, where do we even start? It's overwhelming. I mean, I've got every night I got at least a dozen stories I want to cover. Yeah, and most of them are fascinating for one reason or another, like a couple, a a murder-suicide as a result of it, the city of New York digging mass graves. Where do you go? But let's go to the phones. We've got Dan calling from Maine. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Thanks. Um, I recommended a vitamin C product to Ian recently, and I wanted to warn him that um, I have had that product. Sometimes it has had a poison in it, so I wanted him to make sure he <laughs> Thanks it. for the recommendation. You recommended poison? Not poison, no, because you don't. it isn't always poison, but they poison me. See, I was hoping it wouldn't poison him, but I Don't I worry, I didn't take your recommendation seriously, so it's okay. You don't have to worry. Who is selling vitamin C poison? <laughs> What'd you say? Who is selling vitamin C poison? Uh, it's whole, I got it from Whole Foods up here. There's a lot of poisoning going on. It isn't a small amount. How do you know, uh, how do you know there's poison in it? Sounds like paranoia to me. 
Sure. Yeah. Sure it is. Yeah, you keep saying that. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Boring. <laughs> I... Boring call. Do you happen to recall what vitamin C product? I don't may know. Have he been? called in about something or other with vitamin C the other night. I'm like, yeah, this guy's not a doctor. You know, <laughs> take was... your take take whether health uh, health claims people make with a grain of salt and do your own research. Well, and don't even believe the doctors either. Well, clearly, uh, one should not take his suggestion seriously if it will occasionally <laughs> poison you. Let's go get some oranges. Right there, Al- you go. Audi's got them on sale right now. Wow. Well, let's keep going. We got Ghost Radamus calling from Salt Lake City. You are on Free Talk Live. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? Doing good. So, What's uh, on your mind? Anyway, um, yeah. So I'm a Ghost Radamus, God Emperor 2040, running for God Emperor of Mankind in 2040. Uh, so vote for me for God Emperor of Mankind in 2040. I, and I, I will vote for to... you if you, in fact, run for that title. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are we going to be dealing with? As far as I know, I'm the, only, I'm the only one in the field right now. So In 20 in years, what are we going to be dealing with? Is this going to all blow over? Is it going to be all right well, in 20 years? he's not years? God Emperor oh, coronavirus? yet. Coronavirus? Uh, coronavirus is actually caused by vitamin C. The poison stuff. The poison <laughs> vitamin C. Sold, sold at Whole Foods. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what they're poisoning with yet, you know? So, um, but yeah, with the coronavirus, what's your guys' thoughts on it? Is it a bioweapon or, uh, or is it just accidental? Just a re- it's just a regular coronavirus, just this year's version, it's and, and a, it's and it's been blown out yeah. of it's been the hype has been blown up, uh, and I think they've done it per, on purpose. Yep, to reset mm-hmm. the all the problems that we have in this country. Uh, the oh, big, it's not going to reset problems. It's going to make all kinds of new problems, and it's going to make them worse. And it's terrible. But we're going to need the people are going to be clamoring for government to fix all they the problems they already are. created. Cuomo the, has an almost 9 out of 10 uh, approval rating now. Uh, Trump, Trump's yeah, approval got, rating is going out the uh, out the yin-yang, too. Did you guys see uh, the photo of, uh, of Andrew Cuomo and his uh, nipple rings? Nipple bars? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was pretty wild. No, I missed that. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Andrew Cuomo yeah. is the mayor of New York City? He's a governor of He's New York. Governor, yeah. And his nipples are pierced? I guess it's the first yeah, I've heard got of it. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a photo of him. Uh, he's wearing a polo shirt. It actually happened, I think, today. He was given a press conference, and you can see the nipple rings underneath. It. Unless it's been or photo, unless nipple, it's been photoshopped. Nipple, hey, go him, nipple man. Bars. You got your vote now. No. <laughs> <laughs> it takes more than nipple rings. Okay. <laughs> you have to have an awesome title like God well, Emperor of Mankind. There are rumors that people want him to run for president now. Oh God. Gustardamus, thank you so much for the call. Good I, call. I don't want Andrew Cuomo to have any authority whatsoever. He's terrible. He's a terrible authoritarian statist. And people are loving him. People are people are complaining that Trump isn't going authoritarian enough. I believe that. Yeah. They're, they're totally afraid of this thing. Do totally they not understand afraid. that the government created all of the problems? And that once you give them more with? once you give them any kind of power, you're they're never giving it back to you? Nope. It's just like the three dollar thing. <laughs> Once they take your three dollars for your burn permit, it's over. that's it. I mean, you are correct, but three dollars seems like a really low bar. I'm putting my foot down. I'm putting my foot down. I mean, on this. take part of the twelve hundred dollars stimulus that Trump is giving. I'm buying you. guns, Arya. Three dollars ain't even going to be three cents if they keep this money printing up. I'm buying more enough. ammo. I need more ammo. All the more reason people should go to local.bitcoin.com and get away from the USD entirely. Because yeah, they're. The UK is giving, I think, two thousand pounds a month to its people, or maybe are that's they? Canada. Uh, the United Kingdom, I think, is paying 75% of people's wages or something like that. Oh, but, boy. 
throughout the world, we see government stepping in to be like, okay, we're going full socialism here, yeah. and here comes the hyperinflation. It's like, we've seen all of this play out before. Why no one outside of this room in libertarian circles is like, hey, this this money printing this looks thing, familiar. it's not a good idea. because they're all NPCs. They're not real. <laughs> <laughs> this simulation is getting reset this year. Can you elaborate? I don't know how much more to say it. The simulation is getting reset. Do you mean society is getting reset? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, the, the, all of all of, all societies across the uh, the globe are going through uh, a tr- tremendous turmoil, uh, where the people have just. Uh, the but the two- turmoil is created by the state here. I mean, this isn't like the bubonic plague that the or pe- something that like the pe- that. The people have allowed to to take place. The people have begged to take place. They're begging, daddy. They're begging, daddy. That the, the you know. Tread harder, step, Daddy. Step harder. Yeah. That, that boot, that, the tread on that boot feels so good on my throat. Well, we all might have to go to Belarus because apparently they are uh, one of the countries that. on the planet that's not <laughs> locking things down. Really? Yeah. Yeah, their president or prime minister or whatever went to a hockey game. I heard that actually South Korea, that's getting all the, the credit for doing everything right, they didn't lock anybody down. President. They had they had little quarantine uh, sections across the uh, the country, but they didn't do what we are doing. At all. President Alexander Lukashenko has uh, played down the threat of the coronavirus, dismissing it as a psychosis. I agree with that. (laughs) I agree entirely. The president of Brazil, uh, Bolsonaro, has called it the little flu, and he was taken off of Twitter. Two of his posts were taken off of Twitter over the weekend because he's not taking the official state, you know, medical... status quo line on this so twitter now has a rule that if you don't follow the status quo if you don't do what uh if your tweets are somehow contradictory to what the so-called state experts are saying you get taken down yeah they'll blame you for uh endangering the people with your fake news you're gonna get people killed president mm-hmm. and that and youtube will be stepping up doing the same unless if they're not already doing it wouldn't surprise me i know that every damn anything on youtube with a with a covid19 uh subject You'll get the CDC uh, mm-hmm. banner down at the bottom. Click on here and learn more. Ugh. Is this as bad as it seems? Give us a call. Let us know what you think. That's 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live. The next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to send, earn, spend, and exchange digital money in seconds. Send money around the globe with only a swipe. Instantly exchange between Divi, Bitcoin, and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. Divi already offers the first one-tap solution for earning passive income with crypto. Multi tiered masternodes allow everyone to partake in the network. Visit DiviProject.org. DiviProject.org. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control, and you can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind, 855-450-3733. Hopefully, if you're needing some company, you can just give us a call and keep us entertained. With you tonight, I think it's, it's supposed Aria. to work the other way around. <laughs> We're supposed to keep the listeners entertained. Yeah, um, ideally. It, so they don't kill themselves. I think I think so we could go it, we go both sad. ways. This is t- horrifyingly depressing. I mean, I'm not it a is. depressed person. I mean, I don't feel depressed, 
But, man, I mean, it's hard to look out there at the news and the reactions to the news, uh, to the way people are behaving, demanding to be told what to do, demanding to be led by these authoritarian status thug politicians in a way that is I've never seen in my lifetime. I mean, in all the things that could bring people to just collapse, utter collapse like, like, like it is, it's a stupid little flu. Hey. A stupid little virus. I mean, I mean... What the issue even if is they don't believe it's a stupid little virus right. because they've all the propaganda. Yeah, all the propaganda says this is so much worse. And you've got a story tonight, Conan, don't you, about uh, some British scientists or doctor or whatever who made some predictions. I don't know if you want to talk about that. Uh, he's, but- an, he's an epidemiologist from the UK who made who has who, whose computer models this whole thing is based off of. Mm-hmm. He was he was predicting half a million deaths in, U- in the UK. Well, just a couple days ago, he came back and said, ah, He revised his numbers. He revised his numbers. Ah, it was more like 20,000. Yeah, is he getting the same amount of coverage for the revision as he was the this, original? This, is, this article is only being posted on right-leaning, uh, mm. crazy conservative sites. Okay. No one else is covering this. Uh, I think that the uh, 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 Trump's advisors uh, uh, quoted the number, and she got all kinds of flack for it. Well, because now it's... You know, they've got this guy making this revised prediction versus all this news of all the crazy stuff going on. And it's just not as interesting, right, as far as the news cycle and what the things they want to cover. The guy's name is Neil Ferguson, and he did come back, uh, and he's like, oh, but all of the uh, quarantining that has taken place, that has actually lowered the numbers so drastically from half a million to 20,000. It's Ah. because of the quarantining. If you hadn't done anything, it would have been more like half a million. And, of course, I'm calling bull but mm-hmm. hey it's but that's it's, it's his we word don't get to con- we don't get to compare realities you know we don't get to see what the world would have been like if the quarantining hadn't happened right. we don't know what it would have been now then there are these countries like belarus for instance where apparently they're not quarantining people they've got them going out Good to sports them. games uh sitting nearby one another and so i what i'd like to know and, and the media isn't covering this very much i mean you get, you get the occasional article about like belarus for instance um, there was a little bit about Sweden recently, but we covered that last night, and they've been locking down more recently in Sweden. They're not as bad off as a lot of the other countries. But what countries are not doing anything? Yeah. And then, so that's what we'll have to compare after the fact is find which countries like Belarus there are on the planet, because there must be more than one, I presume. Uh, although you would think that they'd all be doing it because bureaucrats and politicians want to ag- you know, aggregate more power to themselves. So maybe it is only Belarus. I don't know. Uh, but if we can somehow get that information, then it would be interesting to look and see what their results were as far as infections compared to these it, other. Ian, countries. that would require work on the part of the mainstream media. And, and they're not going to do the it. The only thing they know how to do these days is read tweets and re- right. copy and paste tweets. That's well, all plus, they know. It also presumes the numbers are accurate. And I don't believe that they are. I don't think the government has any incentive to be honest about any of this stuff. So no. who knows what the actual numbers are? One thing that we can say for sure is the number of uh, infected people is way lower. Whatever they're reporting is way lower than what's actually happened, right? Because there could have been, like, we could have already had it. We could have already had this I think thing. That's a good chance I did. Well, and here's the thing: there is more than one strain. There is at least two strains. The old strain, which mm-hmm. we probably already got, strains mon- of COVID nineteen. Of COVID nineteen, correct. We probably already got it a long time ago. The, there's well, a, see, the, I had this there, flu that lasted like three and a half weeks. There's a newer strain uh, that is much more dangerous. And the good news is, well, is that's that what it, the media. The says. good news: if you got the old strain, you are immune to this newer, more dangerous strain. 
Hmm. Uh, some of the some countries like Italy, Spain, they might actually be going up against the real the real deal. But I think I think I think we've already had it. I think we're good to go. I don't know. I don't use that as a motivation for carrying on doing what I'm doing. I'm just more fatalistic than that. I mean, if, if I'm going to die, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. And if you look at the <laughs> if you look at the the age uh, the ages of of the people who are you know, falling ill, uh, falling uh, t- death, it's. I mean, we're we're in the we're in the uh, uh, we have no issue. We're, what are we in our 30s and 40s? Sure. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. We've got Steve calling from Arkansas. Steve, you're on Free Talk Live. How y'all doing? Hey, Steve. What's on your mind? Well, quick question. Uh, first of all, that not the last guy that called, but the previous guy that said he he's afraid he might have poisoned you. I thought that was one of the jerky boys at first. Sounded just like the jerky boys. <laughs> but um, well, Aria anyway, doesn't even know who the jerky I'm, boys are. I'm not, too young. I'm not familiar. <laughs> t- t- uh, who are oh, the jerky boys? You seriously? Maybe, maybe uh, I they're do. They're like a I... late '90s uh, phone pranker duo. Oh yeah, yeah. Milky liquor. He sounded too. Anyway, he, he sounded too serious to be a pranker. He no, sounded, he was serious. Yeah. He wasn't a pranker. <laughs> serious. Yeah, kook. I know. He just sounded like those guys. Anyway, uh, got a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, so I've traditionally always leaned very conservative, and that's politics, church, you know, whatever. Um, my wife has been telling people lately that she feels like she's a libertarian, like because she's been kind of, you know, watching watching the news, and, and she's like, I think I might not be a Republican. I think I might be a Libertarian. <laughs> I love it. Get and yourself I, a good woman. Yeah. She's a keeper. Like she's got one foot out of the closet, but she's not. Um, so my question is, I started doing a little research, and, I, you know, I've been, I found this station back home and have been listening to, either you guys or the other guys they have on some evenings uh, for about the last two weeks. You're listening to KFPW really Fort it. Smith? Yes. All right. Great station. Uh, and I've, and I've, I've really enjoyed it. I've heard some stuff that I felt was maybe a little kooky, <laughs> but I've heard a lot of stuff that I agree with. Also. Yeah, sure. Um, so my question is, like, there was a caller, and I don't know if it was your show or the other guy's show. He called in, and he was talking about how bad things are, and he said, but there is a silver lining. Now, I mean, there was a cop killed over in Arizona, so that's good news. And I, I don't agree. I, I that's got, good news. That was right. Tom in well, New Hampshire. He <laughs> okay. But, Tom is unique. He's kind of crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, I just, so I started doing a little research, and I saw that there are quite a few libertarians that maybe don't view the police in a very good light. Um, and I know there's there's bad cops out there. I mean, that you, that's in any profession. Because about, in my estimation, about 5% of the population are just scumbags. Well, the difference is, if I may interject here, if there's a bad guy who's like running the electronics department at at Walmart, I can just not shop there anymore. I don't have to deal with that person. If it's a cop who's a bad guy, then that guy might kill me, you know, if he pulls me over and I don't do what he tells me to do or even, you know, could possibly do some really horrible things uh, because he's got the ability to get away with murder. He's got the ability to get away with putting handcuffs on innocent people, using violence to achieve his his goals in life. And so you actually have a situation where those positions attract 
uh, those people who are in seeking of power over others. And that's not to say that there aren't some guys who and gals who became cops to try to do the right thing. Uh, but unfortunately, part of their job in a lot of cases is to hurt peaceful people. So I'm a critic of the police. I'm not like that caller, though. I don't want to see people get murdered or whatever, including the police. Right. Um, but I, th- I think that there's a lot that they can be criticized for. You know, if all they were doing was going out and arresting murderers and rapists and arsonists, then I'd be all for it. But they're not. Right. They're spending a whole lot of time going after, you know, marijuana smokers, underage drinkers, uh, somebody who's speeding or whatever. And to me, that's uh, that's not what I want to see him doing. Or coming to my house because I didn't get a fire permit. Yep. Steve, thank you so much for the call. Speaking of people getting arrested for pot, the first federal prisoner. I hope he calls back, by the way. I want to hear more, not tonight, but on future episodes, because I want to hear more of what he thinks. The first federal prisoner to die of the coronavirus was in prison for nonviolent crimes for selling marijuana. That figures most people in federal prison are there for nonviolent drug crimes. Yeah. And now he's dead. Majority of them. Because of the federal government. 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control, and you can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733, and with you tonight, it's Aria. And Ian. And Conan. And if you want more businesses accepting Bitcoin Cash and Dash in your area, and why wouldn't you? Because these are all 100% touchless payment methods. Well, now with AnyPay, you can earn passive income for every purchase at those businesses. So finally... You have a financial incentive to spread Bitcoin Cash and Dash. You made it happen, so you receive the rewards. Just download the AnyPay Cash Register app and add your cryptocurrency wallet addresses. Then install it at a real-life business and tell us what you did at AnyPayInc.com. That's AnyPayInc.com. Commissions are instant. There's none of this waiting for weeks or months or until you hit a certain threshold to receive your payment. No, it's instant. It's awesome. Check With every it out. purchase, yeah. yeah every single purchase. Ping. It's an awesome service. So we're talking about the coronavirus, obviously. Of course. Because, yeah. We're talking about the response to the coronavirus. We're talking about the lunacy. Yeah. The crazy. The crazy. Cray. It's cray. I mean, I... Cray, cray, corona. The best example I can think of is that I have a friend who sat there for like an hour last week and played a game of Go Fish against her cat. What? Who won? The cat. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. She lost to the cat. Was she making the... How would she... She just laid the cards out in front of him. And and the, the, with cat paw, whatever they no, wanted. and He just stood there bathing himself. I've seen the video of this, by the way. <laughs> if she put this online and tagged it you properly with like COVID-19 yeah. and stuff, it would instantly go viral. It would I get mean, cats plus COVID-19? Yeah, you can't go wrong. <laughs> so, and, and, and it's heartbreaking. And she's a stable sane ordinary person but a for lot now of, oh yeah right how many more weeks can she survive it a lot of these people can't even make it that long though i mean we've seen stories of there's been suicides already yeah what, the what, instagram girl that you talked about yeah. if i have been horrible. out i have been out in my yard for the last two weeks working every day not not yesterday and the day before because it was raining all day i was right. out, i did i did do some basement cleaning and it was great good but uh no, I have met more people 
in the last two weeks, more of my neighbors that I didn't even know existed in the last two weeks than I have in seven years of living Amazing. here. Amazing. This is people just walking around. They're out getting fresh air. And you could tell some of them are a little little stirry. Mm-hmm. But uh, here I am. And a lot of them will come and talk to me. they like, hey, look at, look, at, look at this guy. He's got a big old garden. Right. And, I, you know, people are, they love what they see. And I love what you've done with the place. Da, 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 da. Just for the sake of this conversation, I drove around before the show. I have about 500 people in my neighborhood. Not a damn garden. Well, 500, maybe in the backyard. 500 maybe yards. they're gardening inside I, like you are. I start inside. You, you've got, I you've mean, got, you have, but you have to start, you have still. to start tilling the ground now. Okay. But I, I've not seen any, I'm not seeing any we didn't uh, in indi- in, indication that anyone is looking at this guy. Look at this guy. He's, he's getting ready. Mm. He's getting ready. We, we might want to do the same. Not, it's like they think someone is going to come out of the clouds and save everybody whenever it hits the fan, which it's gonna. But I mean, so it's kind of it's kind of disheartening, actually. See, I agree with you, and I don't disagree with you. I agree with you on your take on the virus, but I, I don't think we're going to see supermarkets running out of food. But I mean, like even that. I mean, th- these people have so much time now; they're stuck at their house. You, this is the perfect Conan, opportunity. They can't to go play get... World of Warcraft and garden at the same time. <laughs> these are old people; they don't play World of Warcraft. They play. Well, they can't play Candy Crush or whatever. Rummy, <laughs> Scrabble. <laughs> Well, they can't play any of those because of social distancing. Well, that's what. But here, but this is my advice: Let's if you are, I'm sorry, if, if you're not essential enough, like some of us, and you've got to stay at your home, go get some seeds from your for your local hard, uh, hardware store or whatever. They're all open here in Keene, by the way. Hey, if you're not essential, and, and just go, shoot me an email at aria.demetso86 at gmail.com, and I will send you an employer letter certifying that you are in fact an essential. <laughs> go part start of this a garden, nation. stir crazy people. This is the perfect opportunity. That's good advice. It's good advice. Eat, start it with is. a small one. Just start with a ten by ten, and every year you can build on it. And if it, you know, that's how I did it. Well, let's go to the phones. We've got Kevin Dean calling from Florida. Kevin, you're on Free Talk Live. Are you with us? Yeah. Hi, what's on Kevin. your mind? We know. Ian, Conan, can you hear me? Yep. Here we are. There you are. Yeah, go what, ahead. What's on your mind? A little bit of echo. I'm reporting to you live from behind the enemy lines. I work for the federal government. Ooh. How's okay. that going? It's true. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know of the corruption, the incompetency, and the inefficiency that lies behind this snake. Well, we already knew that. Give us an example of, like, what are you seeing recently? Well, just recently, of course, they made everybody go to telework. Mm -hmm. Well, in telework, guess what? The government systems don't work. <laughs> of course not. And you're still getting paid. Well, yeah. So the they have the ability to tax, unlike every other business out there that is going to furlough and is furloughing many workers and firing workers. You guys keep getting a paycheck. Sweet deal. Well, D.C. has a monopoly on the currency. Yep. And I keep telling our congressmen to open up currency competition. But unfortunately, that's not going to happen because D.C. kind of has their own little circle where they do not want to open up competition of currency. Well, the good news is it's already uh, it's already opened up. I mean, cryptocurrency is a thing and they can't stop it. So, 
Yeah, I brought the I brought up crypto probably about 2015. I saw a Wired article on Bitcoin, mm-hmm. probably 2014 or 2015, and I brought it up to my boomer bosses and management, and they said, "You better put that away. That could get you in trouble." Uh, it could. You know, they don't like that stuff. They don't like the idea that they now have competition in a way that they've never had before. And no, and competition that's just destroying them. Well, not yet. Well, the USD I mean, it is destroying potential. itself. Yeah, I mean, but- it has potential. What it, what it can do is it can help protect people from the death of the U.S. dollar, which right. is going to come on faster than ever now with this money printing. This $2.2 trillion, it's just the beginning. Yeah, what is the GDP of the United States? Well, three three trillion? So the know. government basically just printed the yearly GDP of the United States? I've been meaning Sounds to look like into this. Per capita, we're at 38000 total uh, per head, you know, one of the, one of the highest in the world. But I mean, sure, but it's all measured the in the USD. Did exactly. either of you find the number? Uh, and then, Not yet. 20, 21. And another yeah. example of our incompetency, um, as I leave you guys, I appreciate your show. I listen on the podcast. I just found you out, and I'd like to get you down here on some of the radio stations in Florida. But um, a lot of people will just travel on the government's dollar. They will get $150 a day per diem. They'll stay in a nice hotel, you know, three or four star. And then they get to come home and get paid on two travel days, usually Monday and Friday. Well, let me correct you. More taxpayer dollars down the tube. You you said they were traveling on the government's dollar, and that was all I was going to point out was that it's not the government's dollar. It's taxpayer dollars. And people who use USD dollars because they will pay for it using inflation if they have no other mechanism for paying for these sorts of things. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for the call. I did find it. It's $21 trillion. Yeah, it's $21,200 billion. I, I, I cannot imagine why they would have phrased it that way. But that does come out to $21 trillion. And we have a deficit of $1.1 trillion so in pretty, one, pretty much every year. I don't have a deficit. Uh, rephrased. Those people... Who are the supposed, government. The government. The government gang. $1.1 trillion pretty much every year. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and don't forget the $23 trillion in debt plus all the trillions more of unfunded liabilities. Then you add the $2.2 trillion to that, I think, right? Yep. But hey, they, all they got to do is just print out a trillion-dollar coin. That's that'll, what that'll, a that'll fix representative everything. wants to oh, do. They, they want, want to make it. two of them. Yeah, they believe in the, the— As far as I'm concerned, they should. I mean, why not? <laughs> it definitely won't hurt us as bad as it will the average person. Well, no, no. That, he's talking about paying off the debt with it. You just print up $23 trillion coins. But that's coins. what causes the debt. They don't. That goes no, cu- you're going to pay off the debt with that, see? But you can't because the government borrowing money from the Fed is what created the debt. No, Okay, but <laughs> the, the Treasury would be the ones printing the coins, not the Fed. Yeah. Okay. So, so they, they just make a couple. They're they just make making 23, a new currency. It'll only be 23. They could only just do one. You could just do one $23 trillion coin, make it out of, you know, brass. I mean, why even do that? Just just write put, on a sheet of Trump's paper. Put Trump's face hey, on it. <laughs> don't even do that. Just write on a sheet of paper, hey, we don't owe you anymore, and well, right. mail it off to them. They could just repudiate the debt. It's it's just, you know, it's just debt. What are you going to do? Invade? What are they going to do about it? And then they'll just keep printing more money, and they'll screw up everything else. So it's not like it's going to matter. They're not going to do it. But. No, but uh, the Treasury would be marginally better hold, controlling the U.S. currency than this 
abomination that is the Fed. His secret uh, uh, government, uh, not a government, but uh, private bank. Yeah. This is Free Talk Live. Remember when you first heard about Bitcoin? How long did it take you to realize this little project would soon change the world? Do you kind of wish you had gotten involved sooner? Well, now is your chance to be part of the next revolution in money. Intercoin is working to finally make crypto go mainstream. It's designed to be scalable enough to support everyday payments and even elections without the state. Bitcoin was originally supposed to be a peer-to-peer cash system, the way we would all pay one another without having to trust any third party. But instead, over time, it mostly became a store of value. That's because every 10 minutes, the Bitcoin network must put all transactions into a block. And that block can only hold so much. If crypto is to become mainstream, for everyone to use it in everyday payments, we need a new architecture. One that's as secure as Bitcoin while being far more scalable. Check out intercoin.org to find out more and maybe pick up some of those coins for yourself. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control, and you can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733, and with you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And we were discussing the whole money problem, and a lot of people are saying things like, you know, the government can just print the money. I see that on Facebook all the time. There, there's a huge disconnect between libertarians and- They're saying it without realizing the consequences, you mean. Right. Yeah. There's a huge disconnect between libertarians, anarchists, and the anti-federal reserve people, and like almost everyone else in America who is excited about this thousand dollar check, man. Yeah, or twelve hundred or whatever. Twelve hundred. I'm. Oh, yeah, great. It is a twelve hundred dollar check, and it's hard not to be excited about receiving a random twelve hundred dollar check. And in that moment, it's still going to buy you stuff. So. Yeah, it's a drop in the bucket compared to the actual inflation going on. So I don't think we're going to see, you know, $12 loaves of bread or anything like that. But in time, yes, all prices will go up correspondingly to the amount of inflation that just occurred. It's going to do what it's intended to do, which is to temporarily buy people's allegiance. Like, oh, yeah, we know this really sucks being out of your job, but here's $1,200 from your loving federal government. See, it's a good thing you didn't, like, get rid of us or anything because— well, what would you do without us? And not to mention all the other agencies that are getting part of that two trillion. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's not just a us bailout; it's a bunch oh, the people of people, just of folks. a fraction of it. And this is this is this is modern uh, monetary theory, mm-hmm. which I don't really know a whole lot of, except that it's basically the the belief, the theory that governments, big governments at, at least, can just print all the money they need. They don't even need. You're the, referring they, to Keynes, right? They, they don't even book. need. They don't even need the tax. They no, just they need. Really they just need to print the money. Well, and that's because I, Keynes' entire economic ideology was built around this this false notion that it's spending that creates a healthy, thriving economy. Mm-hmm. When in fact, it's saving mm. that produces a healthy re- economy. That was the biggest disconnect between the Austrians and Keynes. Well, you but still course, have to spend. I mean, you, you can't just save, save, save. You've got to have somebody sure. making investments and in business and going out and buying stuff or else you're going to have contraction. 
Sure, it does take both. Yeah. But the economic model produced by Keynes, like, discourages. But Keynes punishes, punishes savers. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. your money is constantly losing Being, value. Correct. Right. Let's whereas, keep- whereas without uh, the current monetary system, if you are saving, then the proper use of those savings is investments. And so, therefore, it then puts that money that you've saved to work for someone else. That's the classic sure. you know, example of a bank, right? Is like you put your money in the bank. They're supposed to loan it to people who are going to do something productive with it. So that way you make some interest off of money that's just supposedly sitting there but actually being used uh, by these other people. Of course, yeah, the banking isn't the fractional corrupt. reserve rate 0% now? It's gone now to zero, yes. Yeah. 0%. So according to the Federal Reserve, as of, I believe, the 20th of this month, they are now able to loan out absolutely everything that they don't have. <laughs> That's insane. insanity. It's going. Yeah. It's going down the tubes. It's going down the chute. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Let's go to Crazy. the phones. We've got speed. Larry calling from Indianapolis. Larry, you're on Free Talk Live. You know, one of the things that I actually realized today when I went out to get my uh, my teller service, and I was going to buy a new a new uh, a small smaller tiller, but I wanted to go to my uh, my my tiller for hello. gardening. Oh, tiller. Okay, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear. Yeah, you. tiller. Yeah, I, I till my garden today gotcha. too. But what I done is, is is I did not want to go to one of the big box stores to buy it because I had my uh, small business here in the community. I wanted to buy it from because I bought a lawnmower from last week. Okay. Where they're cr- they're closed is and being named as not being an essential business. What? So what I think they, they're closed mm. and they will be the, closed. The hardware until we come store to, is non-essential. Not the hardware store, but the the lawn the lawn uh, store. They sell lawnmowers and they service lawnmowers, right? So you're not but, supposed to cut your lawn during this situation. Yeah, but, but what will they, they continue yeah, they ticketing people it. for not cutting their lawns? Of course they will. No, they closed it. See, and then what I what they're no, trying to do. No, I didn't hear do. your question. She asked, "Won't they continue ticketing people who don't cut their lawns?" You damn well better believe those code, <laughs> code enforcers. No, but you can go to you can you can go to Lowe's and get a lawnmower. But what they done is is they're dead. trying to confiscate businesses too. What they're doing is, is they're cutting out all the small businesses. You know how they mm-hmm. bragged about, oh, we want to help small businesses, the backbone of America. Now they're destroying all these businesses and taking their customers. Sure. That's just how it works, you know. Small business and, doesn't, and, pay, doesn't pay the politicians. They don't do nothing. And the daggone thing about it is, well, except them we poor have people. Yet, yeah, well, they do. Then uh, they won't need to do that in the future. But we have sales force here in town. And I talked to one of their executives. I worked on some work at his home. And what he says, what they're trying to do is eliminate retail completely because all these brew pubs and stuff, he gave me an example of all the brew pubs that they're allowed to operate. They're just trying to get more customers to buy $12 a glass beer. And you know, every one of them are closed down right now. So nobody's going to spend $12 in a beer right now. I mean, well, very you few know, people. They, no, they're not. But what they're going to do is, is they're going to go online and buy them a case of beer and get a 30% discount because Budweiser is right there to get them. So people are... Well, in some places in New Hampshire, you can't just do that. I've looked into it. I was trying to get a bottle of Jameson for a friend for her birthday, and it turned out that mm -hmm. you could not get it delivered to New Hampshire. Well, I'm sure they'll lobby for it. But the thing about it is, is this country is about ready to change because all they're doing with this so-called stimulus package they're going to make it hard. Then they're going to make it easy. Then they're going to say it the last thing when you're not able to do anything. You're too weak to fight. 
come out with the real brutality. That's the same way they, I hate to use Germany as a comparison, but that's the way they got over in Germany. Rudolf Hess, uh, one of Hitler's uh, close cronies, wrote a thesis in his college exam or something he done that explained just how to do it. Now, they act like they want to help the small businessman. They want to help the common person. All they're trying to do is find out the information and what you need so they can cut it off so the big corporations can take your business. We're on the Internet now. They take your business, find out who your customers are, and just take your customers because you will no longer be able to provide the services. And you know exactly what happened. I've been listening to all these governors make their daily speeches. It all looks like it's been choreographed and uh, right down to the limit because back in the 70s, I used to listen to I've listened to a lot of talk radio in my life and some shortwave, and they just predicted whatever what's happening right now today. And in the black community, they have special uh, uniform people in the black community and apartment complexes in the black community, the mo- most vulnerable and defenseless uh, people that they can find. And if you're sitting out on your porch, they're going to tell you to get in your house. And is that happening? Are you, that is happening right here in Indianapolis. You know people that's going, happened to? My, fr- my friend told me today that they were out in their front yard and the, and the these people with the new uniforms came and said, get back in your house. Get back in your house. So mm, you're insane. only going to be able to you come. You can't be on your front porch. You can't be on your front porch. <laughs> Stop and it. they don't want Let's you on your front porch. That. <laughs> but, you know, they have to have. A, a complete obedience to pull off what they're getting ready to do. Yeah, they do. And like I said last night, they're going to be juking you. Even the even the uh, middle class white people are going to be so caught up in it, trying to do what's right as far as their government that they they trust. And then when the government turns on them, it's going to be a, a brutal thing. What uh, is the government's already saying? turned on people. It's yeah, but happened. here's what the, the old saying. This is the last thing. First, polite exclusion then vicious murder. That's what's going to happen, and I predict it's going to happen before the summer gets here. Larry, uh, that's well, that depressing. brightens my day. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks so much for elevating everyone's move here. Move here. <laughs> I will say you're correct. You know, people are allowing this, and it's not hard to resist it. I mean, we just met out in Keene, and the cops spent the entire night avoiding us, and tomorrow they drove you're going to bit. Concord. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. I well, mean, all you have to do is stand up for your rights. They're not willing to fight people on this. Well, they might be. We'll find out tomorrow at your the state right, house. Your right to assemble. It is a. I believe that's one of my. That's what my sign is going to say. Right. Right to assemble. Um, we can talk more about it later. Eight five five four five zero three seven three three. This is Free Talk Live, or you can use the Discord call-in lines, which you can find at discord.freetalklive.com. That's discord.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in to talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Ian. And Conan. And we're talking about the coronavirus here. But Ian, you brought in a story that um, is, it really provides scope for how out of control 
the coronavirus reaction is. I mean, people are out there committing murder and killing themselves over because they're having mental breakdowns. That's happened. Essentially because of people's fear in response to the coronavirus. So which story did you want me to talk about? Uh, (laughs) That basically encompasses all of them. (laughs) Yes, people It does, but this one in particular is about a man It's about the murder-suicide. Yeah. Okay. A man who shoots his girlfriend. Well, you brought it in, too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, But I I mean, I can take it. I mean, that's fine. I was just... Yeah, I've got (laughs) it here somewhere. So a man who shoots his girlfriend and then kills himself because he was upset about the pandemic and losing his job. (sighs) This is the same. This is, and I thought this, the 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 global warming crisis was bad enough. You know, making all these young zeers, these zoomers, just you know, all suicidal and depressed, and talking about killing themselves to save the planet, and people getting uh, vasectomies to save the planet. I thought it was crazy <laughs> a month ago. I mean, there's good not- God Almighty. It is. It's gone to the. It's we're on the precipice. Bunch yeah. of bunch of lemmings so, getting kicked off. There's not much more to say here. I mean, it doesn't look like he actually killed the girlfriend. Okay, I don't. I don't know. Says he shot her in the back, apparently. Then turned the gun on himself. Officers located a 43 year old woman with a gunshot wound to her back. She was conscious and alert, and told police that Roderick sh- uh, shot her. She said, told police days prior, or, or she told that. Told them that days prior to the shooting, Bliss was becoming increasingly upset about the pandemic and losing his job. So and she 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 had warned the police two days before. No. no. What was the warning was that was she was saying about? that she prior told them after to, she got shot. Yeah, she was like, well, he's he was upset. prior to gotcha, this. Gotcha, he was gotcha. already worried. He was already upset minutes before the shooting. Bliss, that was the guy's name. Uh, he's 38 years old. Went into the basement, came outside onto the porch with a handgun. She told officers that Bliss said to her, "Quote: I already talked to God." And I have to do this. <laughs> wow. Does, does, it, does it describe their ages? She was 43. He was 38. The woman ran off the porch. Bliss fired at her four times, striking her once in the back. He then shot and killed himself. She'll, she sounds like she's going to survive this. Well, that's good, at least. Well, let's go to the phones. We've got Dell calling from Louisiana. Dell, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, I got some good news, bad news. All right, <laughs> let's get the bad news first. Yes, please. Well, no, I think we'll go good news, and then I follow up today with the update. Uh, There was a church down here in Central, just outside of Baton Rouge. They said, you can't gather. They said, no, we're going to do it anyway. Awesome. And they had hundreds. Yeah, he did it for a week and a half, and then today I'm reading the news while I'm waiting online here, and uh, they charged him with six misdemeanors today. They charged so, the the, the pastor the pastor with right. six misdemeanors for exercising his right to freedom of religion and That's his right. right to freedom of assembly. What they charge him with disorderly conduct? I haven't I haven't read through it. I just got that today. I haven't read through the story, but uh, yeah, he said no, and there was hundreds of people, and people were coming from. Is around. this Tony Spell? Oh, I don't know his name. Pastor Tony Spell, according to Fox News, Louisiana pastor. Uh, arrested yeah, on yeah. misdemeanor charges. They had about 500 people at the Life Tabernacle yeah. Church in Central. Uh, Tuesday, yeah. Central Police charged Spell with six counts of violating the Louisiana governor's ban on large gatherings that was enacted to contain the sometimes deadly coronavirus. Uh, quote, over the last right. two weeks, I've worked with the sheriff, state police, and state fire marshal. 
blah 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 according to the police chief mr spell made his intentions to continue to violate the law clear instead of showing the strength and resilience of our community during this difficult time meaning be obedient uh mr spell has chosen to embarrass us for his own self-promotion well i don't think that he sees it that way i would guess that mr spell sees it as his obligation to provide a place for his uh church flock to come to and perform their whatever form of worship it is that they do at his church even if it was non-religious you know it it doesn't matter what the motivation are he has the right he does he should to exercise himself peacefully you have a right to assemble supposedly and a right to religious freedom supposedly but not a mayor not a more or uh, anymore apparently in the united states i've been especially yeah. curious how this affects elderly church goers who are not as technologically capable mm-hmm. and who you know being from the south i know this firsthand most of them go to church for the social experience yeah get and, out of the and house. now they don't have it and they don't have well, the technological capability to just pull up a Zoom meeting. They're probably yeah, sitting tried. at home watching these daytime pastors, though. I wonder what's going to come of this. You know, they they charged him today, so I wonder. If, uh, well, six misdemeanors would be up people. to likely six years in jail. <laughs> would be my well, guess. Six hundred people on your side. Maybe you have some, some. There's a little backbone there. I can only hope. What is know? the size of this town? Oh. Oh, you know. said it was in Baton Rouge, right? Yeah, it's part of the East Baton Rouge Parish Central is a town outside, just like okay. that. Well, there's like 500 people that went to the service. That's right. a big church. Yeah. Well, it used to be, when he first did it, uh, about a week and a half ago, it was 150, and then it was 250. So it's growing. Coming, and then it was up to, yeah. That's good. Interesting. So said, well, here's a guy with a backbone. Let's go visit him. Well, and this does lead to the question of if somebody violates these stupid uh, rules and gets arrested for it, how are they going to find a jury that doesn't have an opinion about coronavirus? Good point. Yeah. And on, and they, and we wouldn't be on that jury. They they know we were on this show and be like, yeah, you can't be. We know how you feel about They're it. Not going to let any of his parishioners on there nope. because they you know they would be conflict of interest. So how do you find somebody that that doesn't have a strong opinion about this one way or another? Thanks for the call. Good call. Yeah. Thank you, Dell. I and, and even if they do, isn't. When will the court even meet? Not soon. You're not. And according to the Department of Justice, I think they want to suspend the right to due process anyway. Oh, here's some more tough talk from the police chief. He said the pastor will have his day in court, quote, where he'll be held responsible for his reckless and irresponsible decisions that endangered the health of his congregation and our community. He didn't require he said, anyone to go. Nope. He, didn't. he just opened the doors and said, hey, come at your own risk. Reckless, according to the police chief. He said further, quote, this is not an issue over religious liberty, and it's not about politics. But it, we are facing, it is literally about both, though. Yeah. <laughs> we are facing a public health crisis and expect our community's leaders to set a positive example and follow the law. Oh, so it's just more of that, oh, yeah, you should resist government, but oh, no, this one's totally serious. The time for disobedience is not now. How dare you Well, no sheriff is ever going to say you should resist government. Sure, but <laughs> it's the same thought process where, okay, yeah, there's a time to exercise your rights. But not now. Not now. No, you must cower Well, that's what the libertarians say. So it wouldn't be the sheriff who would say that. The sheriff's not going to say there's a time to exercise your rights. They might pander to the idea of having some rights. Like when guns get threatened, sometimes some some sheriffs will come up and be like, Mm -hmm. well, gun rights are important. But they don't really care about the other rights. But libertarians have been saying that stuff. You guys stay home. Don't go out on April 1st to the state house and make us all look bad. It's like the only people you're making look bad... If that's people's perception, is you. 
All they have to say is, hey, look, I wasn't there. But people think in groups. What they should think as individuals. I know. That's what being a libertarian is all about, libertarians. 855 They're worried about what other people will think. Yep. This is Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com has launched a trading platform at local.bitcoin.com, allowing you to buy or sell Bitcoin cash via dozens of payment methods like PayPal, Venmo, bank deposit, remittances, or meeting in person with cash. There are no ID requirements to sign up for and use the site, and all communications between buyers and sellers are encrypted. Finally, a global trading platform that respects your privacy. Visit local.bitcoin.com to get started trading Bitcoin cash. Local.bitcoin.com. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. Tian. And Conan. And the next generation wallet is coming from Divi. In just a few taps, you'll be able to spend, earn, store, and exchange digital money in seconds. Divi says you'll be able to send around the money around the globe in only a swipe and instantly exchange between Bitcoin and Divi and Fiat right in the mobile app and withdraw directly to your bank account. But there's no need to wait, as Divi already offers the first one-tap solution with their multi-tiered masternodes, which allow anyone to earn by supporting the Divi network. When the new wallet launches because of Divi's relationship with Western Union, Divi will be available in 200 countries, including the United States. You can learn more at diviproject.org. That's diviproject.org. Now, the story that really got my attention today is Rikers Island prisoners in New York being offered, quote, personal protective equipment and $6 an hour, which evidently is a good pay rate for prisoners in New York, to dig mass graves. Hmm. And the word mass graves or the phrase, I mean, it just doesn't sound good from the start. And this is the Intercept reporting. They do good reporting. Yes, this is legitimate as yeah. far as i can tell and th- i don't know where to start the the fact that six dollars an hour is a fortune by prison labor standards in new york <laughs> or the fact that they're putting them in personal protective equipment and what does that of- mean like masks i, mm-hmm. I assume yeah. so okay yeah, masks they- and goggles and gloves the whole gotcha. night personal protective if they agree to help dig mass graves on on heart island according to sources with knowledge of the offer Avery Cohen, a spokesperson for a spokesperson for the office of the mayor, confirmed the general arrangement, but said it was not COVID specific, noting that prisoners have been digging graves on Heart Island for years. Oh, there's nothing to oh, no big deal here. Yeah. We do this they, all the they've been digging graves for years. I mean, sure, now they're digging mass graves, but hey. Well, did he say they were digging mass graves for years or digging graves for years? He said they've been digging graves for years. Okay. The offer is only being made to those with convictions, not those jailed before trials. It gets into some some of that that's not really important. Uh, evidently, the plan is to stack caskets uh, foot to head, 10 deep, as mm. I understand it. The mm-hmm. article goes into, I mean, so. Well, that's nice. They're going to put them in caskets. That's yeah, nice. It is. You but, know, instead of just throwing bodies in a pit and setting them on fire. But so, really, what's the difference anyway? So this hospital, this hospital in New York, where there's about 400 deaths a day yeah 
where have all of those bodies been going all these years? That, that's what got me about the the videos and pictures I saw of you know bodies being loaded into trucks out on the streets, Out, mm-hmm. outside in the yeah, yeah. like that ever I like think that has ever a show happened. Of it. I oh, think absolutely. A show of it. New, New York already deals with 400 hospital deaths a day. You mean to tell me they became so overwhelmed by, by 900 adding, by 900 that they had to go out in public in broad daylight and load bodies? Into the backseat and, and lit a camera guy go in their truck. Yeah, it, and just start and start nosing around. It's like that doesn't. No, come on. No, now. it was totally a photo op. I mean, if hospitals were that overwhelmed already, then we're all going to die of this thing, and it doesn't matter what we do anyway. If it yeah. was that bad, but no. It, but here they are digging mass graves in New York City. This this article sounds like a photo op, just to get more attention on their lack of face masks and. Uh, 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 ventilators this article are you talking about the one i'm talking about the yeah. mass graves article yes how is this going to focus on the lack of ventilators i, I i'm just i'm I, uh equating them as the same as same type of argument that new york is not getting uh the funding that they think they need this is uh, that, a lot of the claims especially when it comes to like spain and italy uh they're just they're everyone who dies there is is basically coronavirus and the more, yeah, they're the chalking more, up the numbers big time. Correct, and the, and the states in this country are doing the same thing because they get more money. That's right. Every time something is corona related, and the bigger they can make it, the bigger the fear, and the more fear, the more obedience, the more people be shouting to put these pa- pastors in prison, be shouting to put us in prison. Yeah, but I don't think See, a whole, I don't I don't think a lot I don't think numbers, a lot of com- I don't think a lot of communities are are claim are making these claims to to make people fearful. I've seen doctors I, and nurses. I think know, it's all about. Articles, I think it's all about the money. Writing articles and saying, "Hey, look, a lot more people are dying of this than is being reported." I know for a fact that this county has three coronavirus deaths, but only one is being reported. It so, is about fear, though, Conan. It's about the money. You're right. There's definitely that's a huge factor. But if they can't scare the people. And they won't be as obedient. They won't go along with whatever I'm, tyranny they're going to be. I'm just like them. looking at our local level here. I don't think our mayor is trying to scare anybody. But yeah, I'm not but, talking about necessarily all the mayors, but certainly at the higher levels, these guys want control. Oh, absolutely. But I mean the, lo- I'm the lower levels, our level of people. You know, I the, think they're the, just the, as the regular. They want just as much control. They they want their slice of the cake. Could they, be. They know that they won't have as much control as the governor. But the, right, I mean, the, the difference between the mayor of Keene and the mayor of Baltimore, though, is pretty significant, you know. Or the mayor of D.C., who's apparently getting out there saying, according to NYPost.com, Mayor Muriel Brown or Bowser rather is threatening residents of D.C. with 90 days in jail and a five thousand dollar fine if they leave their homes during the coronavirus outbreak. Mm. So certainly some mayors are more about the fear than than right. others. Now, is this if they're non-essential? Mm, yeah, I mean, imagine if you got the essential thing, you would be given an exemption. So yeah, you can still go shopping. I don't have one found, of those papers. I was offered one, but I didn't take it because if a cop pulls me over and asks to see paperwork from me, not going to show him. No, <laughs> but, but who is not just going to say I'm just going shopping? Yeah, officer, I'm not talk to him. I'm, I'm not. not go, I'm just. Yeah. I'm not essential, no, but I'm just shopping. Well, let's Leave go, me alone. Let's go to the phones. We've got Kirby calling from Indiana. Kirby, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, good afternoon, evening, whatever it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know what? I think this is 40% height, 60% uh, virus. Mm. But 
the hype is to get us scared, see how much panic they can cause, and find out just how sheepish we are, just how far we will go, and, and just say, okay, if you said we'll do, and yep. that's going to kill us. Yeah, it is. It already is. I mean, businesses, a lot of these businesses aren't coming back. They're going to close oh. and they're never going to reopen. And the big businesses you know love it. Mm-hmm. No more yeah, competition. You see, yeah, you ought to see Indianapolis right now. It is a ghost town. Mm-hmm. I can go downtown at noon in front of the city county building, which is our courthouse. There's usually hundreds of people out there. <clears throat> Excuse me. I counted four today. Wow. Wow. I saw more than that coming down Bates Street in Keene. Well, the lady that came to our uh, crypto meetup this last week, she comes up from Massachusetts from time to time. She said when she crossed the border into New Hampshire, there was three times the traffic on the roads in New Hampshire than there was in Massachusetts. Go New Hampshire. Something to be said for that. And there's not a lot of traffic on the roads here, mind you. I mean... it's pretty light. It, it, it was definitely lighter today. Yeah. But like, I also saw more people biking and walking today. That's true. A lot of people are getting I've out of their houses. Seen. Yeah, that's true. Have Have you seen all the fear mongers on social media uh, basically telling us, go inside, you're killing, you're killing us by not <laughs> staying indoors? You know, I'm considered essential. The government's killing them. Now. Yeah, it's the government. I mean, if this is as bad as they say, they'd have told us all to go home for two weeks and paid us and been done with it. That would allow us to burn out. But the way they're doing it, those of us who are out here every day, we're going to have an immunity to it. When these other sheep step out of the house here in a month or two, they're going to get sick. They're probably going to get very sick. Good call, Kirby. Yeah, I hope that, you know, the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, whatever we wish to call it, SARS-2, I've even seen it referred to it as that. (laughs) The Wuhan flu. Son of SARS. Well, it is a acute respiratory syndrome, uh, sudden acute respiratory syndrome, and that's what SARS was. So so it is a SARS. It just didn't get that nickname. It got coronavirus and COVID-19 for some reason. I, I hope it is dissipated in that, you know, we don't see more people getting sick. This is free talk. is free talk live talk radio that you control and you can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind that toll free number is 855-450-3733 and with you tonight it's aria and conan so yeah as i was talking about before i did bring in the story of doctors and nurses saying that more people are dying of covid in the united states than we know it's not really a story worth getting into but uh it does come to us from bud BuzzFeed News, whatever that's worth. And it's written, well, it's got quotes from ER doctors and nurses in California saying, hey, coronavirus deaths are being underreported. BuzzFeed, by the way, recently ordered up temporary pay cuts for the majority of its staff. So it ain't worth as much. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like all of the newspapers and stuff, they're having a hard time paying Ooh, their yeah. bills. I've, when... got, I've got four different stories about that tonight. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's get into one. If you want. Yeah. 
Uh, NPR has probably got the best one. There's a bunch of these things out there right now uh, that's pointing out the difficulties that media organizations, specifically print media, is having in this time. Now, of course, we've been reporting over the years here on Free Talk Live about the difficulties that print media specifically has been having. I mean, it's it is not a news story that print is on the way out. I mean, that is... That's old news at this point. It's been years that we've seen newspapers uh, either folding up and closing entirely, selling off their assets, you know, pennies on the dollar, or dramatically reducing their print runs from seven days a week down in some cases to two or three days a week. These things have already happened. Even here in Keene, New Hampshire, where we live, the paper here is surprisingly healthy considering, you know, how bad some papers are. We got a lot of old people, too. Well, and it's been around for a long time, so they own their building. You know, they're not paying rent, I don't think, at this point. Uh, But even that newspaper has, over the last two decades, had a dramatic drop in subscribers, down from like twenty or 30,000 to like 7,000 or 8,000 subscribers. Uh, it had to cut the size of its pages down, so it's no longer, the, the width is not what it used to be. It used to be like that sort of standard newspaper length. Now it's like the new standard, which is much shorter in its width. Um, it's not I as many. It's not as many. Well, you weren't here when it was was the uh, the long width of newspaper. If you look at their newspaper boxes on the streets, you'll see there's like little vertical uh, columns that go down the sides of the glass on the box. They added little stripes in there because the newspaper is now shorter than the box window is. Its, <laughs> its width is not as long, so they added in a filler basically, so it didn't look as empty. Uh, in the box and they also jacked the price up from 25 cents to 75 cents uh, for the days and this was back in like 2007 okay so newspapers have been having a tough time now here's the npr report the email came in from the editor of a small newspaper in seaside california and she wasn't the bearer of good news instead she offered a small data point and a larger and troubling dynamic the pandemic threatening the i'll say so-called pandemic Threatening the nation's public health is swiftly jeopardizing the local journalism that keeps its citizens informed about what's happening in their own communities. She said, uh, this is Sarah Rubin, who runs the newsroom of the Monterey County Weekly, in an email wrote, quote, Our paper, an independent weekly, very sadly laid off one third of our staff. We are the paper of record in our community, and if no one else reports on the details of our shelter-in-place order, etc., it truly feels like a dark place. Plus, I had to see people who really feel like family go, and it's heartbreaking, she said. The snap recession caused by the efforts to contain the coronavirus pandemic have laid bare the fragility of news organizations that were already skating at the precipice of financial disaster even before this year. Alternative publications, especially those in the Northwest, were hit early, and Rubin says her publication was relatively robust compared with many of its counterparts. My uh, me, I Perish, the former president and publisher of the Arizona Republic and Kansas City Star, said in an interview, quote, I, I, I think there's something different about what's happening right now. They're all covering COVID, but everybody's covering it, and nobody's being paid for it. There are no advertisements. Because think about it. If you're an advertiser, if you were an advertiser in media, like local radio or local newsprint. I mean, and, like we are. Well, we're a radio show. Um I mean, we don't sure. do active advertising necessarily. In, in, I'm talking about the advertisers, the guy, you know, the sofa king guy, you know, the, uh, the whoever it is that's advertising, right? 
So uh, if your customers, if you've got the perception that you're going into a recession and your customers aren't spending, not only they're not spending, they can't even leave the house to spend in a lot of cases at a lot of businesses anyway. <laughs> so asinine. Why are you going to keep spending money on advertising at that point? So you, you're seeing clients cut their advertising at these local papers. Well, what about this show? Have you seen a decline in ad adverts? Uh, um, we advertise to we actually lost be affected by this nonsense. We actually lost the radio station because we weren't uh, re re the relaying the, uh, the info like this newspaper probably is. Sure. Um, in the case of the... Um the advertising, I don't know. I, that's not my department. <laughs> You'd have to ask Mark about that. But I mean, we're think about down. We, we are down. We a few weeks ago we had f a full bore of like lives to do, and yeah. they're, half of them are gone at this point. So I'm going to say whether it has to do with this or not, or it's just a coincidence, uh, we're down. But to get back to the local people, so again, the publisher, the former publisher of two major papers, Kansas City Star, Arizona Republic, he says. I think there's something different about what's happening. There are no advertisers. Interest in news is high, according to NPR. An internal Facebook report obtained by the New York Times showed that more than half the articles being consumed on their social platform focused on coronavirus. Ratings for television news have surged. Everybody's sitting at home, right? Even our numbers are up on Twitter, or not Twitter, on uh, Twitch and, and DLive. Local news websites are seeing significant traffic, yet that doesn't matter if people are pulling their print ads. And BuzzFeed reports that some digital advertisers are also withdrawing their ads because they don't want the ads to run next to the coverage of the pandemic. <laughs> I, I see this as being great. As I've been sitting here listening to you and thinking about all of this, this is wonderful. It may, in fact, mean that the media goes back to being about investigative journalism and reporting instead of clickbait. It may of mean they go eyeballs. out of business. Well, they might. But, you know, it, it may be that instead of saying, oh, we have, to have to, we have to get more advertisements, we have to have more revenue, we have to get more clicks, they instead actually go out and find interesting stories because— Well, how are they going to pay the journalists? Good point. With the clicks, Right. Well, that's what advertising's for. Now, maybe there could be a new model. You know, sure. maybe the ad-supported uh, media model is on the way out, and maybe direct support will be coming, where you could use micropayments. That might also uh, become to, the case. To to yeah. actually directly support the people that are doing the reporting you want. Maybe the reporters will break away from these old media, you know, entities and strike out on their own and kind of make their own kind of do what name. they're doing. Yeah, a keep lot doing of these the independent thing. journalists who right. are YouTubers and or you know. Uh, whatever service they can get on. And this may be hastening some sort of new developments like this. Uh, but in the meantime, you have to watch the carnage, which is to say that all these people are going to lose their jobs first before they figure something else out. Because as long as a thing is working, you know, the way people work is if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. So, yeah, you know, you're in the news business. You can keep getting a paycheck from a company. Keep getting the paycheck. And, right. It's and the easiest. No one, no one likes change. Yeah. People don't like the change. But when they're forced into it. You know, necessity being the mother of invention, they're gonna they're gonna have to figure something else out. Uh, but well, yeah, within a week or two, people are gonna be sick of hearing about the coronavirus because it's gonna be the it's reason. It's been more than a couple weeks. Yeah, but now they're stuck in their homes mm -hmm. with nothing else to do but watch television and, and read it's crap all corona. And it's watch, all coronavirus. Watch so yeah, Tiger King. A week remember, from most now, they'll people be sick don't of watch it. the news. So who will these people go to? This this news media writing another article about COVID nineteen. Or this other one that's talking about something completely different. The first channel that went back to ordinary programming after September 11th, they had every eyeball watching them. Mm -hmm.
because people were sick of it at that point. Before the pandemic and apparent recession with record unemployment filings, newspapers were already struggling. Few local and uh, regional papers had succeeded in building significant digital subscriptions to replace sagging print subscription revenues. Even when online readerships are high, digital ads usually yield relatively meager returns. You just can't sell them for as much. And thanks to coronavirus, advertising is evaporating as people are staying home, and many mainstays of local communities are closing their doors to customers. Parrish notes that 40% of American dailies are owned by major investment funds that have already embarked on waves of cuts to slice costs. He says it's hard to see the path forward. A small chain of weeklies in Sacramento, Chico, California, and Reno, Nevada were shuttered by their owner. In recent days, The Stranger in Seattle laid off 18 people and suspended its print edition. They just stopped printing. It noted that 90% of its revenue comes for advertising about events at which people gather. So concerts, uh, performances, fine dining experiences, all of which have been canceled. The Portland Mercury also stopped printing and laid off its staff. All are operating in regions deeply affected by early waves of the coronavirus. But it's not just the Northwest. Waterbury, Vermont's record is now ceasing publication. Really? The Riverfront Times in St. Louis has stopped its print edition. Uh, after layoffs, only two journalists remain on the payroll <laughs> at Le- that newspaper. Learn to code. There's how, more. How is the Kane Sentinel holding up? Probably not know. well. They're they privately got, owned. They got a lot of employees. They got a lot. At least 100. Where do you get your media from? Are you still reading the paper? 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live. We have a 12-year-old German shepherd named Sophie, and she became overweight, stinky, greasy coat, and lifeless almost. Then about four years ago, we found out she had several vertebrae fused together. She was unable to walk. The vet told us Sophie was going to have to be euthanized. I thought, I've got to do something. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I remember Sophie starting the Dynavite, and she from day one has loved it. She is no longer stinky. She is full of life. Dynavite heals Sophie. Dynavite is nutrition. I truly recommend that people not wait until the vet recommends euthanasia. You have to get them on Dynavite right away while they're healthy. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy. Your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D I N O B I T E dot com. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And Conan, you have found a way to occupy yourself that is not sitting at home playing Go Fish with a cat. Well, I have my garden. I had the basement that's still clean. There's lots and lots of projects. But, you know, sometimes I just got to sit down and escape. Escape this simulation and enter into another <laughs> simulation. <laughs> uh, wouldn't you know it, but there's not, there probably wasn't a sale, a steam sale scheduled for this week and last week and probably this whole month. You usually got the fall and the summer and the Christmas sales. Uh, but for whatever reason, all kinds of games are cropping up um, on my wish list anyways. And one of them was a game, it's a game called Crimson Land. I do believe I got it for 80% off just the other day. 
This is a game that came out in 2003. It's a top-down dual-stick shooter, and I used to play the crap out of it. It was just one of those games just to get away, play for 20 minutes to 30 minutes, and then you can just kind of get away from it. It's not like World of Warcraft, are you, where you got to be there Friday night because your guild is there. They're, they need you to be there because you're the healer or whatever the I hell. I haven't you. logged into my account in like two months. <laughs> well, I haven't played. I actually play, I haven't played Fallout in like two months. But this is this is perfect for me because. Did you ever beat it? Or just put it aside. Fallout. Uh, Three hundred fifty hours beat it. Yeah, but you were doing all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't beat it, but right. I but I would say I got my money's worth. Okay, fair enough. But I've I, never finished the main quest in Skyrim, ever. Neither I have. have I. Neither have I. But I have at least have, th- yeah. I have at least three hundred hours in Skyrim as well. Same. But never, my I, my, never my character the main is quest. so my character is so <laughs> uber. I just walk around and I can just tap things, and it's like it's, that's not <laughs> that's over. not fun. It's over. Uh, but anyways, Crimson Land. It's a top down shooter. It's they, it's dual stick. So back in the day, you had two sticks that you would control on your arcade or whatever. In this case, on the PC, you use your uh, keyboard to move around like a tank, and you use your mouse to, to squirrel around and, and uh, shoot things. Now, does there's it like, support dual stick now? Because I play a lot of games with a controller still. I mean, I'm not going to play a first-person shooter with the. With I a think when I, I think I was, I scrolled through the options real quick, but I do believe there was the options to, to actually use a, a dual stick controller, but I'm not sure about that. I wouldn't want to. I like using the mouse to, to aim because it's just so much more precise. Yeah. But anyway, it's just like 50 different weapons. So if you if you get this, so there's different play styles. If you like to run around uh, with a with a minigun, you know, there you go. If you like running around with a bazooka, or, you know, it, there you go. Uh, it's just fun. It's cheap. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Very, very bloody. If you, it's unfortunately no longer on sale at no. 80%. Oh, it's, bummer. It's, 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 it, but every, it's only thirteen ninety nine. I I would only pay, I wouldn't pay anything over $5 for it. That's it, because not a ringing endorsement. Because there's not opinion. a lot of, I mean, you're going to get your money's worth. If, if, you, if you get it for $2, you're going to get your money's. Five dollars. Uh, you're starting to. You're starting to. Of course, it, this is also the guy who wouldn't me. pay three dollars for a fire permit. <laughs> so, some of you would enjoy this for thirteen dollars. I played a game over the weekend. I don't play a whole lot of games these days, but I came across uh, new. There's a new Predator game that came out. Well, actually, it's coming out in April. Uh, it's called Predator Hunting Grounds, and it's apparently made by the same guys who made the Friday the 13th game that came out a couple of years ago. Did you, hear, did you hear about this game? I didn't even hear about no, this. No, I haven't seen any of this. The Friday the 13th game looks really amazing. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of the movies, but I've seen a few over the years. And they, you know, they, I mean, they were good for the 80s. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're entertaining. Uh, they they did a really great job in the Friday the 13th game of taking the sort of the atmosphere of the movies where you got the camp, what's it called, uh, Camp... Voorhees or whatever it is, Camp Crystal Lake. That's what it is. Uh, and Jason Voorhees. Is I, the killer. You know what? I never watched any of the Jason movies. Really? Uh-uh. You got oh, through this the is 80s survival and the 90s horror. And I had other things to watch. I've been playing the I, remake of Resident Evil Two lately, no, but this looks like really something sur- I might enjoy well, more. Hold on, it's not really survival horror, and I've never played the Friday the Thirteenth game, but I've watched plenty of other people playing it online because when it came out, I was curious about it. And what it is is it's a multiplayer game. Where and I think they finally came out with like a single player version of it. I think, but anyway, it's it's intended to be a multiplayer game where you got like seven or eight people playing counselors, which are like super weak, right? Like you're a teenager, whatever. You're just a human. You're just a counselor, and uh, and then you got Jason Voorhees, who's this like super hulking, supernatural creature who's got these supernatural abilities. And basically, if you if you encounter this guy alone, he's going to kill you. 
And so you have to use kind of teamwork as the humans in order to defeat Jason in this game. So it's sort of purposefully unbalanced, meaning that it's this one super powerful character versus all these little not so powerful Play, uh, Played characters. by another another human played being. Played by a human being. So, no, right. so, so like, every, okay, everyone gets to... That's what I was about to ask. It's right. asynchronous multiplayer. Like what, Is like that the name for with, it? Um, yeah. Like they did with, um, I don't know, the game where one plus person played an alien and the other three hunted the alien. Yeah. This is kind of like And that. you have plenty of zombie games out there that do the same thing. You got your team, you got your one, you got your powerful zombies. Yeah. This, But this is one powerful guy versus the other seven or eight. And so the same team that made this Friday the 13th game now are doing a Predator game with the you know the Predator movie license. It looks pretty. Uh, where they've done a pretty good job of recreating sort of the, the feel of the, the original Predator movie where you can play as the humans or you can play as the Predator. Uh, in this case, you can only have four humans versus the Predator because, you know, you got guns as the humans in this game. And in the Friday the 13th, you don't have anything but like a baseball bat as, uh, as a human there. So uh, they did a really good job of kind of bringing the atmosphere of the movie into this game. Uh, you are up against other AI-controlled characters, and it's a little rough. It's still kind of in beta. It was like, you know, free play weekend, basically. It's their, okay. like a weekend freebie where you can play it and kind of help them beta test it. Um, but, I, you know, I enjoyed it. You could play the Predator and you know, get all the usual Predator weapons that, uh, that he has, which is pretty cool. I don't know what weapons the Predator had. Well, they have the ability to... Have you not seen the movie? I don't think I have. Oh, my God. I know I haven't seen Alien. Jesus. And I, I know that breaks the heart of everybody here, but yeah, You've I tried it, you... to watch it, but the volume was like 80s oh, volume, this... so it was... I is about as bad as Daryl. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I want to it's watch Alien, Alien's to got fair. The Predator's got a spear. He's, yeah. got, his, he's got his spikes. He's yeah. got his net. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he's got a little uh, gun on his shoulder. That's right. Yeah, got all kinds of good stuff. Oh, and he's he camouflage. Mo- and not only camouflage, but also most importantly, the vision modes that he has. So you right, can, right, you right. Can turn can... on heat vision. Yeah, you just remind me. I have seen Predator. In fact, okay, yeah. good. Which one though? The first, the first one. The first one. one the right. one in the that's jungle. The, the best yeah. one. Yeah, that's the best one. That's what this game emulates. Is that original film? Okay. And they do a pretty good job of it. I would say. And they really did a good job on that Friday the 13th game. That thing looks amazing. It looks interesting. I'm curious whether or not anyone is still playing it, though. Because... I suspect they are. It's, it's a well-done game, and it's not that old. It's only a couple years old. I want to see this game. Same crew, same jungle crew, mm-hmm. but with an alien. Well, they've had Alien versus Predator games for years. Or just add an alien to this game. So that you can have, maybe you can have an alien and a predator well, out there. Well, they've had alien versus predator games for years, Conan. Yeah, There's if you, if you search predator them. on Steam, that's what you get is like several well, alien versus predator. That's, that's, kind, that's kind of where I was going with it. Well, I mean, I'm telling not... you, check check it out. They've been making alien versus predator games for various different platforms, including computer, uh, for two decades. For longer than that, actually. More than two decades. Like two and a half decades. I think the original alien versus predator games were coming out for like the Super Nintendo and the Atari Jaguar in the uh, the mid 1990s. Yep. But this is actually like the first real Predator game since the early 90s cuz every other game has had the alien in it actually Conan. This is what makes this one different is it's purely a Predator property. It's a pure Predator. Yeah. So, I had fun with it. It sounds like it'll be worth checking out. Is it worth $40? I don't know. And is it and is it a Steam available or is it only well, it's uh, not released at, yet. It's, it's not Epic, out yet. Epic Games. It was at Epic Games this weekend. I don't know who's going to have it when it finally comes out. Well, if Epic Games has it, has it now, they won't relinquish it. They'll still have it. Okay. I don't know if I like playing with other players anymore, other people. Well, the nice thing about it, it was like what made me think of it, though, Conan, was that it's quick. So the matches don't last any longer than 15 minutes. Good. So you can be in and out 
and if you want to play a few of them in an hour, you, you know, you're done at that point. Octopath Traveler recently released on PC. This is an Steam. RPG game, correct? Yeah, uh, supposedly made in the style of Final Fantasy VI. I've heard it's excellent. I have too, but I've also heard people say that it's not actually that much like Final Fantasy VI, so I, I don't, don't know care. how I, I feel about that. it. Really? Nope. It has the best music in video gaming. Okay. By far. Didn't you name yourself after I one did. of them? Seven. I, I, no, after six. The girl who got killed. No, that's Eris. <laughs> oh, Ari right. Demeso Caritier is the opera in Final Fantasy oh, VI. Oh, my bad. Yep. 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live. That's 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And have you heard of Intercoin? Intercoin is working to make crypto go mainstream. It's designed to be scalable enough to support everyday payments and even elections without the state. If you missed your opportunity to get in on Bitcoin from the start... Then here's your chance to join what might be the next revolution in money. Check out intercoin.org, and if you like what you see, pick up some of these coins for yourself. Just as the internet is a global network that connects local networks, Intercoin is a global currency platform that enables communities around the world to issue and manage their own currency so they can circulate it among their local population. Check out intercoin.org, that's I-N-T-E-R, coin.org, and our listeners must know that Free Talk Live received $40,000 worth of tokens by Intercoin Inc. for advertising. But it's an awesome project, very capable and very flexible, intercoin.org. Let's go to the phones. We've got John calling from Nebraska. John, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I just wanted to mention some stuff about the stress of all this, you know, um, I think it's changed a lot of people's routines, you know, with work and everything, and that people have, you know, essential, non-essential, and people really grumpy, and, um, you know, people being, having to stay at home all the time, you know, with these, I mean, I, I don't know, it's just, it's a really bad situation. Well, they don't they have to stay at home all the time. The government said they needed to, but they don't, oh, they don't yeah. really have to. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I uh, I go out and I support my uh, 24-hour business out here. You know, I just drive out there and I get something. You know, I I like, you know, shopping at night. <laughs> kind of weird. I'm but, surprised um, they're even open but, 24 know, hours right now. I mean, Walmart isn't even open 24 hours now. A lot of these 24 24- Walgreens also no longer yep. 24 hours. A lot of these 24-hour companies have completely gotten rid of that. Yeah. Yeah, it, I'm talking like gas stations and truck stops and mm-hmm. stuff, but some of our um, gas stations are no longer 24 hours. I heard that. I hear that Cumberland Farms here, which has oh. always been. Cumberland tw- Farms went to non I heard they're closing at midnight. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, here we're about like maybe two or three weeks behind you guys. Like whatever, like when I'm listening to you guys, it's kind of like I hear what's going on there. I know it's coming here eventually. Mm. But, um, you know, I noticed that the uh, law enforcement, you know, out here, I, I noticed there's more sheriffs driving around and i don't know if they they know people are home so they're serving them papers to go to court or something but <laughs> courts canceled i don't i don't 
Yeah, that's kind of what I think. You know, I don't know, but uh, it just seems kind of weird. Like, well, maybe more, hold on, like, maybe there aren't more sheriffs around. Maybe you just see them more often because there are fewer other vehicles on the road. No, because I've seen the same thing here. Because I am always looking out for all law enforcement for for multiple reasons. Well, but so I, I, and I haven't seen any more than usual. I'm I ha- driving I every see, day. I see them all the time. Uh, locals, uh, stateies, and sheriffs. I They're normally just, see them I, all, I see all the them time. All, yeah. No, I mean, I'm but I've seen. There's triple, triple, triple effect at least. I've seen fewer. Nah. Huh. I've barely and seen I, cops driving around. I'm, I'm going to sound really crazy here, but the, the helicopters flying above, I know that they're probably using their infrared or their heat, you know, they, you know, how they can look inside people's houses or whatever. I, I have a feeling that that's probably what they're doing. And it just seems kind of weird. It's all like, I've never heard so many helicopters flying over before. I mean, wow. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But thanks for taking my call. Hey, thanks for sharing how you're feeling, man. I really appreciate hearing from you. Yeah, wait till they had the drones out. Like, wait till our... That's happening in California. Well, no, wait, wait till our keen, somewhat, some uh, lawmaker decides, hey, we need more drones to uh, uh, with speakers on them to fly around and yell oh, at people great. in the parks or in the city square so so they don't have to send law enforcement out to you guys at city square. They'll send the drone, the drone. and they'll be flying. To be That's a- fine. Drones are super easy to ignore. What was I hearing about? There's some kind of like a net gun or something where you can shoot it at a drone. And there is it indeed. There, there is. You need a, like an EMP gun. It's a special type of shotgun shell. I think they're like eleven ninety nine a piece. Yeah. What well, we talked about it on the air, and it loads up just like any other shotgun shell, except it doesn't shoot shot. Are there any available? Or are they all sold out like every other gun in this country? I would imagine there are some available. I don't know. Uh, if I had occasion to purchase some, I would have purchased them long before today. Oh, yeah. Well, so, I'll, but, I'll wait till some council member here in Keene decides that we need a drone to, 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 to swoop around and yell at people who are- So you're going to uh, wait until you actually need to use it and then not have it. <laughs> I have gun- And you're the prepper in the room, making I, the garden. I have gun guns that will do the, the damage. It's just I'll probably get in trouble for shooting them in the middle of the city. Well, True, but yeah. you can acquire a drone if you take it down with a net. Right. Then it's your drone. Well, it may break on the way down, you know, it might crash, yeah. but regardless, if you're shooting a net uh, shotgun shell, then it's not going to, like, land over in your neighbor's window, and, you know, it's not going to be as dangerous to other human beings. This is true. So. Also a valid point. It's and, we don't, and, and we don't have a drone yet. Not yet. And we don't, don't, and don't give him any ideas, Conan. There was one on Main Street the other day. Wait, uh, uh, it drone? may have been a civilian. I would hope so. I know there was a drone on Main Street. Probably a civilian getting, like, an empty shot, you know, like, dead complete dead shot of what yeah i know uh, like. uh pregent one of the one of the he's the son he has a drone but he uses it as his business he actually flies around and gets shots for anyone who wants mm-hmm. aerial shots of uh of downtown Keene and stuff so i know that there is a guy there who has a drone. Of reasons to have a drone also unrelated you can buy a 700 hundred dollar flamethrower that attaches to a drone that's awesome it, it and it will 12 meter flame yeah but how much fuel can that thing handle i mean it can't it, be much probably a couple of seconds how much fuel do you need it to handle not I, that much i need it to catch someone on fire <laughs> I, I, I don't think it'll take much flaming fuel to achieve that well effect. that's the other thing a lot of these drones they don't go very far as far yeah. as like the battery goes dead pretty quick from what i understand on, on drones. i want so. my man-made hey, man, uh, i'm on a drone that can handle my weight so i can fly to and from work <laughs> You want a personal aerial vehicle. In style, FAA yes. FAA doesn't like that. No, they don't. And I can't say I blame you, but if you find a drone that can handle your weight, absolutely let me know, because that sounds like something I would have a lot of fun oh, with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in other news, um, a man in, uh, 
I have to find it again. I, I assumed it was Florida. It doesn't appear to have been Florida. Florida man. It was. I had a Florida story pulled up, so I was Washington. like, yep, that's got to be Florida, but it's actually Washington. So a man allegedly teaching his dog to drive <laughs> was arrested after leading troopers on a high-speed chase. You see, coronavirus, you see, this is what quarantine does to you. It drives you stir-crazy, crazy, and the next thing you know, you're out on a... On a uh, highly populated highway <laughs> teaching your dog new tricks. It didn't seem to work out very well for him. But, you know, I hadn't really considered that aspect of it. That's very likely the case. This guy had just been sitting at home mm-hmm. for two weeks, bored, yep. smoking pot, and suddenly he goes, whoa, I bet I could teach you how to drive. No, you know what it was? <laughs> he binge-watched this new stupid Tiger King or whatever it is, this documentary about the, the tiger collectors. I keep hearing about it. I don't know what it is. I'm just I'm just thinking about skipping it because it's, just, it's like the, talking it's about like the it, new apparently. fad. So anyways, he sees the new show. They're teaching tigers how to jump through flaming hoops and stuff. It's like, I can do that, but I don't have a tiger. Oh, I have a dog. Let's go. I don't have a flaming hoop, but I have a car. Exactly. I mean, if you could teach the dog how to drive, it could drive you places, and that'd be awesome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Sunday, a man was arrested after leading troopers on a high-speed chase with his dog sitting in the driver's seat. Well, then it wasn't he who was leading the troopers on the chase. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Excellent point. He was driving very erratically. So erratically that multiple people called 911. <laughs> Did they arrest the dog, though? That's going to be the question here. What do you think? Should they have arrested the dog or the man? 855-450-3- Looking for a great real estate investment? Consider New Hampshire, which is ground zero for the Liberty Movement. Your first call should be to Mark Warden from Porcupine Real Estate. He's more than just a real estate agent. He's your New Hampshire concierge. Where are the best places to live? Do you want farms, city, the burbs, or forest? Do you want a duplex or multifamily building so that renters pay your mortgage? There are homes in all price ranges in New Hampshire, and Mark can help with financing, too. Invest in Liberty and property. Mark Warden can help. PorcupineRealEstate.com This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. It's Ian. And Conan. And hopefully, you're free to travel. And you can join liberty-minded people, uh, volunteerists, anarchists, libertarians, from June the 29th until July the 5th for Fort Fest 2020 at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. Happening the week after the Porcupine Freedom Festival, Fort Fest is decentralized, which means no one is in charge. It also means there's no ticket cost. Just reserve your camping, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June the 29th until July the 5th. And we're better to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can just relax and go camping, or you can create whatever experience or event you want others to have. But if you're planning an event... Be sure to let others know in advance. You can connect with other Fort Festers via the unofficial Telegram chat or the ForkFest forum. Links to those are on the unofficial website, ForkFest.party. Again, that's ForkFest.party. I don't expect Roger's campground to close unless they are absolutely forced to by law. They, yeah, they're not going to do it on their own. They would have to be forced. And the question is, would they comply? Well, most businesses will comply, as we've seen. 
They'll do what they're told. I don't know how libertarian Rogers Campground really is, despite he just posting, wants to make money. Yeah. Yep. But the Porcupine Freedom Festival and Fork Fest is when they make their money, for the most part. Yeah, yeah. So as far as we're aware, it's still it's happening. On. Yeah, yeah, it's on. It's going to be a party. So go to ForkFest.Party to find out all about it. It's going to be great. It may be the only fun thing you do all year at this point, because this year has really just blown. Yeah, it, blown chunks. It started badly with possibilities of World War Three, and it just went downhill from there. Well, I mean, <laughs> I guess this is better than World War Three, but not by much. No, World War Three is what's going to get us out of the depression. What? The, the depression we're going to go into. See, how the hell is that going to happen? You can't this, get the same thing that happened in World War Two. You're absolutely correct, and that now bothers me. Thanks, Kyle. And no, I'm not saying that that was actually what got us out of the Depression, but that's what the history books have That'll told tell us. You. Yeah. But yeah, that's what's going to happen. And it's probably going to be China. It might be Russia, but it's going to be someone over there. That- as long as China ships me the clothes that I've ordered first. You better hey, better get on it. Better order them now. I've already ordered them. That, that's the part that's driving me nuts about this stupid virus is that some of this stuff was ordered weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Yep. I've, I have some delays myself. I'm waiting on something from China. And it's still just showing... Sh- uh, shipping label has been created. Don't, Hasn't even gone out it. yet. Don't no. don't pop the uh, bubble wrap. You'll get the Wuhan flu. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's in the bubble wrap air. I'm gonna make a TikTok video of me rolling around in the bubble wrap <laughs> to pop it, just for you. What's your TikTok name? I don't I don't have TikTok. Oh, okay, but I guess I will. <laughs> Everyone else is getting them getting on board on that train. What a successful and Zoom, advertising! Too. I never heard of TikTok. Never heard of Zoom. Just till really? just the, this week. I knew about Zoom, but TikTok was um that that's an example of successful advertising right there. Yeah, they just convinced people that it was already being heavily used and that it was already popular. They did this by paying Facebook massive amounts of money for advertising space. Did they really? And it worked. People huh. began actually downloading it and using it. Not me. Boycotting. I'm gonna boycott it. I'm not boycotting it. I just. Don't care enough to. I mean, I'm on enough crap as it is. Yeah, I tried it and then I quit. I, I got off it. Yeah, I don't see much point in adding I found another Snapchat. It's mostly young people like singing songs, and that's kind of lame. Yeah, but I did find a trucker who tells a bunch of dirty jokes, and I enjoyed his <laughs> channel. I think the only thing I've seen from it is that Boomer Girl, which is so cringy. Is it an old lady? No, it's a young girl with big old boobs. Boomer she's, girl. She, she's got a Bernie shirt on, and she's doing. Oh, Vincent showed me her. This is, oh God, it's cringy. Yeah. But that's, I guess, so if that's what it is, I don't want any part of this new platform. It's not for me. I'm too old. So we're advocates of <laughs> Bitcoin here. And um, we, we think it's probably a better store of value for your wealth long term than the dollar. But not everyone agrees. Among those is Peter Schiff and some other person who has decided that Bitcoin is, what, what was the phrase they used? Uh, the title of this story at Laurentius.com is... Cryptocurrencies, so not just Bitcoin, but all cryptocurrencies, are detrimental to society. Of course it is. That just makes all the sense in the world. That's like arguing that freedom is detrimental to society. Some people would make that argument, especially now. I bet more people would make that argument now than ever before. Yeah, without, look, at, look at those without guys. Without having the self-awareness to realize that the only reason they can say that is because they have the freedom, freedom to make speech. that argument. Look at those knuckleheads who go to Central Square every night and, and group together and tend. You're talking about us? Look at, all, yes. no, look, at, look at all the freedom they have and look at what it's doing. It's making us all sick. <laughs> right. Oh, we got to do something about that. 
Trump, where's my man? I did see a lot of that. And what I what I put in my initial statement about it was that you know th- these are people I see almost every day anyway. Mm-hmm. There's there's no additional risk of exposure to me by being out on Central Square. Well, the argument would be that well, you know, you know, you don't see them every day. Some of them you only see once a week. And how many other people have they seen during the week? Maybe they've seen a bunch of people. You don't know who they've seen. And now you're in contact with them again and you're picking up whatever little nasties they've picked up. But again, oh, it's well. your choice. <laughs> it's your choice to associate and take those risks. And you taking those risks doesn't put somebody who's cloistered themselves off in their closet in their bedroom uh, at risk. But listen, Mr. Freedom Man, you're putting the old the old boomers at risk. You're putting the immunocompromised at risk. You are you are dangerous to them. I didn't see a single old person when we were there at the square. It was just people who were under the yeah. age of forty five. Yeah, there were so. there were no old people there. You and your reason. Yeah. More I don't lies. think anyone there was immunocompromised. Who knows? I mean, well, ideally, you know, a an immuno, immunocompromised person would not have come. Probably not. So, before we get into the cryptocurrency, I just found something. Yeah. Uh, regarding the last story about the dog driving the car. Uh huh. All right. So here, look at this. I don't know how Washington driving laws uh, work, but in New Hampshire, uh, teens, ch- children who are f- at least fifteen and a half years, are permitted to practice driving as long as he. Or she is supervised by a parent, guardian, or driving instructor. Now, does it specify humans? What, what is I it? I mean, 15 what, years I know, old what, is really it, old for a dog. It says teens. Yeah, but 15 in dog years? Oh. What are you getting at, Conan? I'm, in, I, in New Hampshire, it could be legal to teach a dog how to drive as long as you're in the vehicle with the dog. Exactly. If it's, the dog's over 15 and It's a half. your fur baby. But it so doesn't your, specify it, human years. It just says teens. It doesn't say human Okay. All right. Well, here's the thing. Well, here's the here's the catch. Uh, da, 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 da. The supervising adult will be liable for any violations or neglect of the teen driver. You're so, not reading the RSAs, Conan. You're reading from some website. <laughs> oh. no, um, I guarantee my, that, you the which has, I guarantee the RSAs use the term person. All right. Well, or I'll, child. I, I'm going to have to go to the RSA because I, I was starting to think I was going to teach my dog that I don't own. I mean, you you should do this anyway. I, <laughs> this is the perfect time to do it. There's no one on the highways. Just let me know so that I can. I will videotape it all. Okay. I will laugh from a distance. I'll, I'll upload it to TikTok. There you go. <laughs> so tell us about cryptocurrencies, Ian. Uh, yeah. Well, so we've seen a zillion hit pieces against Bitcoin over the years, right? Like there's a counter. Yeah, they never online. stop. Yeah, there's a counter online of how many times Bitcoin has been pronounced dead, for instance, and you know keeps going. Uh, but this is a, a hit piece against all cryptocurrencies, and it's written on a site that I've never heard of, Laurentius.com, a real basic-looking blog. But on the right-hand side, there's like pictures of servers. Some of the other uh, posts here are about projects about like storage fan control. Uh, they've got links to like Linux and hard. So clearly, it's like a geek website. It's a you know geek who wrote this. So this is a tech person who's about to take an attack on proof on of cryptocurrency. Work. Uh, so how would you explain the inner workings of Bitcoin to a person in simple, understandable terms? And then he, he's got a little graphic here of a tweet by somebody saying, Imagine if if keeping your car idling 24-7 produced solved Sudokus you could trade for heroin. Yeah, I, I've seen that joke before. It's kind of funny. It is. Um, and we'll get into what he has to say about it coming up. But, I mean, imagine you can use it to buy a burger. 
or to buy cigarettes or to buy a monster. You can't like hear. I did today. So it's not just Sudoku puzzles to buy heroin. It has totally legitimate purposes. 855-450-3733. This is Free Talk Live, talk radio that you control. You can call in and talk about whatever is on your mind. That toll-free number is 855-450-3733. And with you tonight, it's Aria. And Ian. And Conan, and my dreams are shattered. What happened? The RSA does define teen as a person. <laughs> so no, no training my dog that I don't own to drive my truck. I'm unfortunately not surprised, but I do want to say thank you to Gary, who is tonight's amplifier. He's a silver amplifier, which Thanks, means Gary. Yeah, thank you, Gary. Which means he contributes ten dollars per month to the amp program. Of course, we don't ask that much. All we ask is five dollars per month. You can find out more about it at amp.freetalklive.com. Wait, did you say amp- he was silver or gold? Silver. That's five bucks a month. Oh, it goes silver, gold, and then platinum. That's it. Okay. So five, ten, twenty-five. Okay. Cool. Still appreciate it. It's yeah, still absolutely. Great. It's still yeah. great. But uh, check it out at amp.freetalklive.com. Amp stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. So if you like Free Talk Live, if you like what you're do- what we're doing, then you might consider contributing to the AMP program. You get, number to, you get access to a number of cool little features like the AMP-only chat room on our Discord server, the AMP-only Facebook group, and even an AMP-only call-in line that you can find at discord.freetalklive.com. So many URLs in my head. Yeah. So thank you, Gary. Check it out. That's amp.freetalklive.com. And you can AMP with Bitcoin, which is an, yet another use for cryptocurrency. We're in a story here from lewrentius.com where he's going to attack not just Bitcoin, but all cryptocurrencies. So he, he starts with that joke about keeping your car idling 24-7, producing solved Sudokus you could trade for heroin. And he says, this explanation seems perfect to me because it illustrates some seriously problematic aspects of cryptocurrencies in one sentence. It captures the unimaginable energy waste of mining cryptocurrencies, and it also captures the dark side of cryptocurrencies facilitating crime. And he puts that in italics. I mean, hasn't even the federal government denounced that line? What do you mean? Saying that, you know, it's not actually that that used in crime. Didn't we read a stat from, like, the Department of someone or other? I mean, I've seen statistics, but I don't know if the federal government's providing them. Well, one of its many hands... What do your statistics uh, claim? I've seen estimates that only about 1% of uh, crypto is used in, like, buying drugs and crime and things like that. How they get those numbers, I don't know. But he goes on, uh, at this point, cryptocurrency enthusiasts are rolling their eyes and sighing. The point has been made many times over. I know, I'm definitely not the first to criticize cryptocurrencies this way. He says, though, I do have a simple challenge. Can you please show me the benefit to society of cryptocurrencies? Please, don't come up with theoretical or future possibilities. Cryptocurrencies have existed for 11 years. As though that's some long amount of time, right? Like 11 years in the history of money is... Nothing. Nothing. This is infancy right here. Uh, Yeah. But anyway, going on, he says, they should have something to show for right now. After many hours of reading up on the topic, I have not been able to find any tangible benefits that would justify the effort and resources spent on them. The downsides of cryptocurrency are an entirely different manner. They are very, very clear to me, but let's not go there directly. What fun would that be? 
So he does ask the question, can you please show me the benefit to society of cryptocurrencies? Do you want to take a crack at it? And he wants it to be today, not the future of like defeating the Federal Reserve or the, the future of sure. ending fiat currency. Well, I would say that people being able to buy drugs <laughs> illegally <laughs> on the dark web safely without risking getting shot by an irate drug dealer yep. while having some level of certainty that what they're getting is legitimate has been a positive thing for society. That yes. alone is life-saving, literally, yes. what you just described. And the ease and the quickness of payment. The, the fact that the transfer uh, of, the, of, the, of the currency going through the interwebs. Sure. Well, anytime you can cut out the middleman, whether it's in business love or whatever. It. I love right? it. Anytime you can cut out the middleman, you should. Because the middleman's just there taking some money off the top and moving the thing to the next person, right? The middleman so, always takes their cut, for sure. Yeah, so in this case, the middleman is the banks and the government, and that's what the direct payments of cryptocurrency allow you to do, which means that business owners get to collect 100% of what the, mm -hmm. you know, the sale is. So that's an immediate benefit right there. I mean, if uh, you know, you mentioned some of the businesses here in Keene, New Hampshire, that accept cryptocurrency, Aria. If those businesses had a significant portion of sales in cryptocurrency, they've got a small portion right now. But if they had a significant portion, that would be significant savings because otherwise they'd be using credit cards with customers. With for what instance. is it, three percent every three purchase at least. And then it's usually there's like a quarter per sale on top of the three percent. So the smaller purchases get get hit even harder. Oh yeah. Uh, and that's why a lot of businesses won't won't even do it. If they take credit cards, they'll tell you you got to have at least five or ten bucks on there, or we're not going to sell it to you, whatever it is. Yeah, because they don't they don't they're going to lose all their profits if you buy like a you know two dollar bag of candy with a credit card, something like that. So those are some immediate benefits right there. Cutting out the middleman, you cut out Western Union, you know, talk about international remittances. Uh, these things are billion, billion multi-billion dollar industries sending money from, you know, like uh, family in the United States to family in Mexico or in India or wherever. Well, how about, you know, those financial institutions that you're mentioning blocking payments? They, yeah. As middlemen, the they, they put themselves there as gatekeepers and they will slam that gate on you. And they're, they're doing the government's bidding by doing that as well, keeping certain people out of those systems. So let me go on with his critique. He says, as I see it, cryptocurrencies are entangled in a desperate search for a problem to solve. Well, we already gave you a, a few different examples there, buddy. Uh, they, are the, they are the answer to a question nobody asked. Well, obviously that's false because there's literally billions and hundreds of billions of dollars in value uh, in cryptocurrencies. So they're obviously an answer to a lot of things. Absolutely. Um, and most of them have nothing to do with co committing crime. Many cryptocurrency advocates say see the decentralized distributed nature of cryptocurrencies as a tangible benefit. Cryptocurrencies are most often not controlled by any government or single entity. That's Thank true. Goodness. That's true. Aside from whether this is true in practice, and it, it is, uh, they seem to imply that it's a bad thing that governments control their own currencies. Well, last time I checked, governments control their currencies to keep them as stable as possible. Do they? <laughs> no, just you wait, buddy. Or is it their secret baker friends like the Fed he controlling says, everything? He says, frankly, that ex actually sounds like exactly what I would want from a currency. Stability. And here we have... Yeah, so use gold then. Well, yeah, I mean, gold is definitely way more does stable want, than crypto. Does he want stability or does he want stability and value? Does he want stability as a currency or he stability and the value? stability. 
You know, he wants to feel safe. By the way, when was this published? Three days ago. Really? Well, uh, he's going to be probably whistling a different tune in the next month. Well, but the thing is, after a month, the dollar's still going to buy probably mostly most of what All it buys. All the toilet paper you can buy. But a year down the line, a few years, who knows? But the thing, see, this is an example of what people are being pandered to by governments and media, right? Like we've talked about this earlier tonight to come back to the corona thing. People are afraid. They want somebody to tell them that everything's going to be okay. They want some leader, some great man, Cuomo, for instance, to look to, to, you know, make sure that somebody's doing something about this, that everything's going to be okay. And the same thing, he's he's desiring stability out of a currency in the same way that people desire safety in every aspect of their lives. He says you can call cryptocurrencies many things, but stable is definitely not one of them. Cryptocurrencies are highly volatile. In CryptoCoin, a loaf of bread could suddenly cost twice as much as the day before. No, that's not true. That's not true. It's still the same value. The price of the loaf of bread hasn't doubled from one day to the next. The value of the cryptocurrency might have changed. So, I mean, from one aspect, you could say it's double if the price of crypto has gone and dropped by half but the loaf of bread is still worth what a loaf of bread is is worth anyway uh he says although they haven't seen any significant adoption as a payment method due to their volatility it has seen that's not true at all valve accepted bitcoin very briefly and the only reason they stopped was because of the very high transaction fees that occurred in 2018 i think and valve is a big deal they're a major player my microsoft uh, accepted it Really? Dell New, Computers. Newegg accepts it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, it has seen adoption in less stable countries where it's basically the lesser of two evils. He says, you know things are bad if a volatile cryptocurrency is a safer option than the native currency of your country. And that's true as yep, well. That is yep. a true statement. He's Just wait, wrong. dude. Yeah. Just wait until those $1,200 checks don't do enough. Wait until they don't buy a bag of dog food. Yeah. You know? But and, you can but go into Walmart with your Bitcoin and he, buy it. He thinks it can't happen here. They always think that. Oh, it's, uh, that's for Venezuela and those third world banana republics. It yeah. can't happen here. We've got smarter politicians. <laughs> I mean, what, what do they think? <laughs> that the United States is this exceptional place, right? Like that it's different yeah. somehow than the rest of the world. We have Paul Krugman. He right. wouldn't lie to me. I'll post the full article on our uh, on our Twitter at twitter.freetalklive.com, our mastodon at toot.freetalklive.com, and our telegram uh, channel at telegram.freetalklive.com. Excellent. Read yeah. The rest. And, you know, if you get bored, head on over to freetalklive.com to check out the show archives there going back more than 10 years. And if you really like it, you might consider checking out amp.freetalklive.com. Thanks for listening. Again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. She became overweight, stinky, several vertebrae fused together. Sophie was going to be euthanized. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I remember Sophie starting the Dynavite. She has loved it. She is no longer stinky. She is full of life. Dynavite is nutrition. Get them on Dynavite right away while they're healthy. You won't believe how happy your dog will I be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com.